Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choke when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, a Friday, the 14th day of July, 2023. Thanks for being here. It's the BS, all sponsored by Sky River Casino, Elk Grove. Something to do this weekend. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. How are you? Your phone number. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. 916-909-0985. You can also text us on the text machine at the same number. Messaging and data rates will apply. Our podcast... <laughs> Little late, <laughs> tight ship around here. <laughs> it's on the same. It was on the same button at that time, so I was trying to get the. It's like when I asked people to call, and twenty minutes later, you're commenting on what I was just talking about twenty minutes ago. <laughs> uh, the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. You can get our podcast stream us there, also on social media. Listen to the BS everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, Threads, Twitter, and then on the YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, please. It's free uh, at the Bailey Show. So plenty of stuff to give to you if you're interested here at the end of this hour, our Friday fun, which would be Game of Tones. And we've got a pair of tickets for Blues Traveler, Big Head Todd, and the Monsters and Spin Doctors to give those to you here at the end of this hour because it is Friday and we do band class in the 6 o'clock hour. We will play a song that you would not normally hear or ever hear on this fine radio station, 98 Rock, uh, and be the first person to call at that time with the title, the artist, and the year. And we have a four tickets, the Six Flags Discovery Kingdom one-day admission tickets. Which are great tickets. That's a lot to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> four tickets, the Six Flags Discovery Kingdom one-day admission tickets. You know what I, I did before I came to work? I did something that I haven't, I couldn't tell you last time I did it. What was that? Comb my hair. You haven't been, oh, you haven't been combing your hair. You've been looking <laughs> like Don King. <laughs> well, no, prior to that, when I had shorter hair, which tomorrow goes, I go back to that, but but I, I, I just, I'd never, I just put my hands in it and, you know, scruff it around. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you the last time I combed my hair. With an actual comb, or do you have one of those brushes with the comb bristles in it? No, zero, nothing. I mean, I just, I use my fingers. But you said you finally combed it. What did you comb it with? Oh, today, yeah. yeah. Uh, I used a comb. And okay. I, and, and, and comb. I don't, that's old school. Mm-hmm, that's why I asked. <laughs> I don't know why I have a comb. You know, like you do the pump, and then you put it back in your pocket, and you're ready to go have a 50s rumble. Well, to be, to be honest with you, I don't know why I combed my hair. I have no <laughs> idea. I got out of the shower. You know, I had a lot to do. I had uh, Jason from Good Guys over to uh, to clean out my blowing housing, or whatever he called it. Mm-hmm. Did a phenomenal job, by the way. And it's like, he was not in the shower with me, mind you, but he was doing his thing. <laughs> I get out of the shower. And for some reason, I, there was a comb, and I used it, which was very odd. I don't know. I still don't know why I used it. So did I used it make it. your scalp feel good? Maybe that's why. No. I mean, oh, it, I'm okay. sure it did, but that's not why I used it. <laughs> so I didn't think twice. You know, I put my stuff in the hair, and I get ready for work. And, you know, I get, I, my, my family, my, my daughter's here. So my wife and my daughter get in the truck because they need it. And so I had to go do a couple things. Went to go get my shoe fixed, hit the guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. I want to know how that works out for you. 
well, I guess it's fine. It's done. It took him like an hour to fix my shoe. Beautiful. Then I went back to the ER, or not the ER, but the um, <laughs> the uh, urgent care so they could take the stitches out of my arm. Oh, let me see. Right? Yeah. Okay. Because I want them out for Sunday because we're going to, wait, was it Wake Island? Yes, we're right? going to yep. Wake Island. So, so, so got those out, and then I get to work, and I go into the bathroom. I look like one of those Italian mob movies where it's like the concierge at the Italian <laughs> restaurant. He's like 70 years old, but he's got a full head of hair, but he's got this puffy haircut. <laughs> That's what I look like. And it's because I combed my hair. <laughs> Is it? Though? Yeah. Those like those guys that are in their 60s and 70s and 80s that have a good, usually Italian guys, right? Yeah. They have a good head of hair. They do. And it's always fluffy and they can pull it off. I can't pull it off. I look like uh I look like a puffer fish. No, you look the same. You don't look crazy. No, you can see you can see how it's combed. I can see how it's combed, but it doesn't yeah. look bad. Hey, welcome into Vinny's. My name's Jason Turialni. Look at my hair. It looks like yours. Come on in. Make sure your back's against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I feel weird. Feel just odd. You shouldn't. You I'm, look completely fine. I'm going short today or tomorrow. Going okay. back. Going back to the old Jason. You should. I can't do. I like the short. <laughs> I like the should. short better. But the, nothing's wrong with that. But the, the ultimate not compliment. You should. No, because it's hot outside. Having a lot of hair when it's hot. That's all I'm saying. It's hot outside. I did rescue mm-hmm. a bird before I came to work. I had a lot of busy day before I came in here. From where? From my pool. It tried to commit suicide. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Was it drowning, or it was just swimming around in there? Or when you say rescue, what was happening? No, it it, it I I think it hit the house and fell in the pool. I'm I'm sure eventually it would. I don't know. See, this is I'm new to the. I'm not new to pigeons, but I do know that pigeons are considered a pest here in California. Really, I've never even seen one here. Rock pigeons in particular. Okay, this is something that I've learned that I've been told, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, I think that's what it was because you'll see them. And they're a pest because they fly and they do their droppings. And when they do their droppings, that brings the roaches and other oh, okay. nasty stuff, right? So I've seen, you know, the, these pigeons all over the place. I grew up mm-hmm. around pigeons like when I was a kid up north. So I, my, my wife screams. She's terrified of birds. And she goes, there's a pi- there's a bird. Not a pigeon. There's a bird. There's a bird. There's a bird. I'm not going outside. Get the bird. So I walk outside and in the pool there was a bird. And you could tell his little you know, wing was messed up, but he was uh-huh. just kind of floating around. I was like, this dude's going to drown unless I save him. No, it said that they can't swim, but they can float. Well, that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was floating. Yeah. So, I I mean, I didn't even hesitate. I mean, phone in pocket. I jump in after him. All the way? Clothes on and everything? No, I made that up. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got the skimmer. <laughs> I was about to say, to save a bird? <laughs> I got the that skimmer. That was a lot. I got the skimmer, and I picked him up, and he was cool, and we balanced. And I put him outside in the driveway, and I was like, well, maybe he just needs to dry off, shake it off. And then he'll fly away Uh because I don't have time to take care of a bird. I did that when I was a kid and it was the most (laughs) traumatizing experience ever. Like, I think every kid growing up has tried to save a bird and none of us, it ever worked. No. Right. Never worked. And so, you know, I go and I get the trash cans about an hour later. Damn thing's still in my skimmer. So I tell me if you think this is horrible. So uh, you threw it in the trash can. No, God, no, I'd never do that. So I get some gloves on. And I was going to take him out, and I was going to just put him in a different area, you know, so he was safe, and I could check on him later. But that was the extent of it, right? Mm-hmm. So when I went to go grab him, the dude freaks, and he scatters over to my neighbor's yard because I'm like right on the, yeah, on the cusp, on the yeah, the cusp of it. 
And he goes over, like, by his trash can. And so as I'm leaving the house, he's outside talking to some other neighbors. You know, this is, this is Don Juan, right? Right, right Older right. gentleman. Really mm-hmm. cool. But, uh, and I want to be honest with him, but I, I don't think I was honest with him here. And I, and, I, and I walk outside and I said, oh, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt you guys, but Don, I just saw you got an injured bird in your yard. <laughs> yes! Pass the book. That is epic. And That's epic. I didn't expect this reaction, but they all jump like into superhero mode. And these older women that he was talking to, you know there's a wildlife conservatory like right up the street, and there's also one about 15.8 miles this way. I'm like, okay. I was like, I don't have time. I got to – I was like, Don, I'd like to help you. And Don's like, no, I know where it's at. Hold on. Let me go get a box. I'm like, okay. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this bird's in good hands. <laughs> it is. It sounds like. <laughs> but I – I feel like you could have walked outside and said, hey, Don, there's, there's a bird in my pool, and I don't know what to do. And then they would have just stepped in and – I looked at it. I looked at it like someone, someone else's yard. Their tree falls onto your yard. <laughs> it's by insurance rules your fault. Yep. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. So I looked at the bird skipping over to his yard. It's now his responsibility. It is. It's, it's bird free will. I should over there. On I shouldn't home. feel bad about that. Right? No. no. Right. They have plenty of time. You got to go to work. They're retired. They're chilling. <laughs> I did they feel. I do. felt a little dirty. I got to be honest. With you. <laughs> I felt like cool, snaky, but dirty, and like, oh, this isn't the start of a good relationship. <laughs> At one time, maybe we're, like, we're having a couple of drinks. I'm going to say, dude, you remember that one day with the bird? It actually came from my house. <laughs> They'll probably be like, that's fine, Jason. And I'm going to go home. He's probably going to raise the bird. He's got like 15 more. Give babies or something. <laughs> Can't leave him on hold. I got to no. go right to him. He gets angry. He'll be upset. Nobody wants to see Dinosaur Mike angry. No, not me. See, look at that, Dinosaur Mike. I got right to you, buddy. Dinosaur Mike? Hello? Yes. All right. Well, that was Nelson trying to cover up. He didn't have the board potted up. With the old, I had it potted up. With the old, hey, hello, are you there? Are I you did there? Have, listen, I did have it up. Dinosaur Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Happy Friday, you guys. Yeah. Well, thank you. You sound so excited about it being Friday. Yes, because I'm tired of the week. Yeah, week's stupid, isn't it? Yes, and it's really hot in my room right now. Does you don't mo- have AC? Mom doesn't give it to you? No, I have AC. I have a fan on, though. Uh, what, she, she doesn't let you turn it on in the room? She puts cardboard boxes over your vents? No. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you have AC on? Yeah. No, well, that's that's not the right answer. Why don't you have AC on? Just because they didn't turn it on. Oh, okay. Right now, does your, on. does your mom allow you to turn it on? Usually, my usually her usually my grandparents that turn it on. Yeah, but you cannot. That's what I'm asking you. Uh, no. Yeah, she doesn't want you to touch Golly. it. Yeah. Well, it's got locks on you the run fridge. A tight ship over there. Can't come out of the house. <laughs> you can only eat when told to. That's Can't why we've got uh, we got uh, the safe word dinosaur. If he needs our help, but he just says he never needs our help. But where's that? He needs a lot of our help. No, he just sits there with his guitar. You got your guitar handy? Yes. All right, let me hear some licks. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to get ready. Yeah. Stretch. Calisthenics. The pipe's ready. Mm-hmm. We're waiting on you. Must be your skin. 
I'm sinking in. It must be for real. Because now I can feel. Right? Bush? Glycerine? There. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was good, that's, Dinosaur Mike. That's what we'll do every time, Dinosaur Mike. That's fun. You you learn a new song, and we'll try to guess what it is. All right, buddy? Okay. All, all right. right. Look, I'm going to run. Uh, you good with food? I got to ask all the questions. Uh, everything's good. We might, my, my mom might take me out to dinner tonight, maybe. Oh, where are you going? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. Well, if you need something, you let us know. Call us back. We'll be here till about 7, all right? All right, buddy. Take care. Have a good weekend. <laughs> you too. All right, good. That was pretty good. That was, I think, the best he's done on the guitar. Oh, yes. yeah. And just a really overall good phone call from him. Did you, did you all know that it was Bush? I thought it was a different song. No, I thought it was that song that said, And you gotta wait for patience, patience. I thought it was that song. I, I, you sound like Chewbacca. What I didn't hear a word. You, hey, man. Yeah. What? Gotta wait for patience? And so, so mommy, so mommy. And then you got a wing phone, patience, patience. I don't know. What song am I? Are you trying to sing Patience by Guns N' Roses? No, it's not Guns N' Roses. It's another song. That's what I thought he was playing. But you're not saying words. You're going. I'm telling you the melody of the song I can hear in my mind. (laughs) And singing your own lyrics? (laughs) 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 You know, guys, you're idiots. Come on. Uh, let me be the first to tell you the last 90 <laughs> seconds was a complete lie. Yeah. She knew nothing about what she was talking about, but no, she got I caught did. into whatever it was. So she makes it up. And I can tell when she does that Mm-mm. because she gets squinty eyes, shrugs her shoulder, and <laughs> no. sways back and forth. When that song plays, when that song plays, I'm going to tell y'all this is a song I was talking about, Dinosaur Mike was playing. I might find it myself on Broadway. I can't wait for that song oh, to yes. play because oh, yes. I guarantee I got a one spot. That says that that song is nothing like what the song is that plays on the radio station. Okay, you just wait. I'm going to figure out what that <laughs> I'm song sit is right here. Mm-hmm. You're betting that with her, right? Because I'm not taking that. Action. No, yeah, no, 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 over here. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure that like you're gonna so, you're gonna be able to find it. So now. you're not out of money? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not taking a losing bet. <laughs> Lee Nelson. Uh, are you guys familiar with Adam Twenty Two? You know who this guy is. I know the name, but like, is what is his channel about? I've never heard of him. I, I, I've never heard of him until now, and and that's why he's doing this, obviously. Uh, you know, I mean, he's a cool, suave type of dude. His wife's a, a, an adult. I mean, he, they're both porn stars. Oh, and his, that's and not it, what I was thinking. And his oh, wife's I thought he was a BMXer. No. <laughs> uh, and his wife's an adult film actress. But anyway, he's kind of a thing right now because he allowed for the first time his wife to have sex with a man. Oh. And what he's done, it's funny because he says, Adam revealed that he was allowing his adult film actress wife, Lena the Plug, to film her first ever intimate scene with another man. I think you could admit the word allowing. Like, she's an adult film actress. So what There is was she, rules for them. I guess so, because previously, has she only been with him and women is what you're saying? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, so I've been with my girl for seven years, just got married, we're not in an open relationship, but from a porn perspective, we shoot with other girls. Over the weekend, she filmed her first ever scene with another man. He would go on to say he felt fine with the decision. It's officially been a week since I left my, let my wife do, yeah, do, a por- do, porn, do a porn with another guy. I felt a little jealous at first, but overall, 
It wasn't a big deal. She watched me sleep with hundreds of girls, and it's never affected our relationship. Sleeping with that gentleman has been amazing for both her career and our business. And on Thursday night, she finally released the scene publicly, and it didn't take long for the story to trend. And then he had her on, like, the they do a podcast, and they're like he's sitting there talking to her about the experience, which was very awkward and weird. I mean, I guess more the power to you because there, I and I know I tease this before going to the break. I said no guy listening would ever allow the, you know this happen, but I, I'm probably wrong. There's a lot of open relationships. There's and guys it, out there that would, but that OnlyFans has changed the game, and it works for people. Mm-hmm. I, I I know I have friends that are in open relationships. They are swingers. Uh, well, I know it's two kind of totally different things, but they're swingers and. And, and it works for them. It's given their relationship longevity. I could not do it. I'm too jealous of a person. There's just no Me way either. it's not happening. But if you can do it, bless your heart, Godspeed. Bless your heart. And do what you got to do. What's the but point? I saw, well, it, it, be, there is a, th- people have a theory about human beings that were not meant to be monogamous. Yes, I hear that often. Right. That's why so many people cheat. That's right. why it takes you a long time to find whoever it is you decide to settle down with. Mm-hmm. And even probably then, a lot of relationships, people cheat. You think of other people, you know, you whatever. You have dreams, whatever the case may be. Human beings, there's a theory of human beings are just not meant to be with one person. So you separate the two, uh, separate love and sex. And if you can do that and stay with the person that you love for the A, Bs, and Cs, you get the X, Y, and Zs somewhere else. I just can't do it. I don't believe in it. And I've seen so many people that have tried to do that and bring other people into their marriages, and it destroys them. So there's a, those people would not be the people that I'm talking about. Like, this is, a, this is a trait. This is like a trained thing that you have. It's a lifestyle. Those people are like, hey, let's spice up our love life by bringing in another, usually, woman, right, yep, yep. into the relationship. That never works out well. Nope. Ever. Have you ever been with an, another no. couple? No. 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 Have you done a threesome? That's that's not important. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about the if you entering <laughs> somebody else's relationship. Yeah. It's weird. Know, you've done it. I have. After I got divorced, during my whole phase, found them on Kick. What's Kick? It's like a messaging app and like WhatsApp and, and whatever. So you showed they up. Are they older people? I bet. Uh, eh, they were. I mean, I think they were older than me, but they were fifty. Maybe. Why is just the, all this sound funny? It like, doesn't sound funny. I'm very interested in how ah! this all went down. I've never heard this yeah, story before. Me, me and me and the I was in. It was her birthday party, and she was having a, a she was having herself a little party, and I I was the one that they invited. So, so it was you just, were with her and her husband. I was with her, and he was there. So it wasn't like we weren't like. High fiving, or like there was no like incidental contact, but it was like a Eiffel Tower situation. And then he watched her with me, and it was yeah, it's, it's very weird. What were the first words spoken from him to you when it was all done? When it was all done, you have fun, really? Whoa. Yeah, you want to know if I had fun? I was like, let's just yeah, Did I you stay in contact with him. Like, are you friends with him on Facebook? No, huh? No, I tried to go back one time before I got into my last relationship, but the, the doors were the locked. Schedule, well, the schedule, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They did not rent a motel that night. No, it was at a motel. Oh, really? Or a hotel, I guess. But did yeah. they supply food, snacks? There were beverages. Yeah. The beverages. There, there wasn't like a... Uh, did they ask you what your favorite soft drink was? They, yeah, they said, grape soda, is that good for you? I said, yeah, Welch's, I prefer. If you're not going to... Sunkissed will work, but... Did they ask you what you like, or... No, I mean, did they try to woo you? No, it was more about her. 
You know what I mean? So it was more about like, oh, this is her birthday party. She wants to have fun. And she was attracted to you. Yeah. Did she know what you looked like before you showed oh, up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Of course huh? she did. Yeah. I didn't show up blind. <laughs> no. I, I, you can see the people on kick in their pictures and stuff. You mm-hmm. know what they look like. Oh, you've been there too. I, I haven't been on since they changed it to what it is now. Oh. No. Yeah, you were the, you were, you were you were on it when it was a charitable website. <laughs> <laughs> it was more kind of like a Snapchat thing when gotcha. I was uh-huh. on there. Yeah, it was when yeah. it was pure. And then when he got on, uh-huh. he, he uh-huh. dirt, that that group of people just dirtied it up. But when Nikki was on it, it was legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. They, they just act actually added the K. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Ick>. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no that is interesting nelson yeah it was weird you shocked i am shocked really, really? Not, are yeah. you yeah yeah i'm a weirdo i'm all horned up man i believe it you're one of those yeah 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 i, I can see it. i am i bet you're probably pretty good in bed too uh you have to be at least a little bit skilled when you look like me yeah, yeah. you gotta be know what you're doing i bet she makes weird noises Oh, he has. To. Oh, I make he noises. He makes noises yeah. just walking up the stairs. Uh huh. Like, yeah, but women are. I'm like, telling you, like outtakes from a Disney movie about cars. Like, <laughs> 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 women like oh you to be a little vocal, man. I'm just telling you, they want to know they're doing a good job too. Uh, if I were that woman, I'd be like, dude, I've heard enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> vocal as in talking, not really the grunting. Let's no, talk. I think you're wrong about that. Let's I talk. Think you're wrong about that. Less talking, more kicking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, first round of headlines. So now you guys know who the freak is on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so if any couples are into that kind of <laughs> stuff. Want to celebrate any birthdays with a big bearded guy? Yeah. yeah if you have a birthday that you, <laughs> you want a big fella with a beard to come over and uh-huh. sling it to your wife. He might be charging a small fee now, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's on Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> And you've got to go through our sales department. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to direct you to Chantel, and she's going to set it up for you. <laughs> oh, that poor woman. Somebody better give her heads up. <laughs> oh All right. God. First round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how to prepare for the weekend heat and why a town isn't getting their mail. Can you imagine? He goes to a house, and they're, like, peeking out the blinds, like, oh, man, no. How do we? How, just don't open the door. Turn the lights off. Quick. Quiet. Quick. Go to sleep. Don't say anything. We Go to sleep. We don't want them to come in. Oh, Lord. All right, two big stories from today. Get learned a little bit with your headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Yes. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Okie dokie. First round of headlines. All brought this weekend. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. If your system ain't a running. I gotta tell you, Jason came out uh-huh. for the second time. Not on him, on me, because mm-hmm. I needed more done. Cleaned out my blowing house. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? The housing where your blower goes in, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fan all- it was. <laughs> he shows me pictures. It's filthy. Yeah. Okay. Goes out, tears the damn thing apart. Guy knows his stuff. Puts it back together. Puts it in there. Instantly, I could feel a difference. Oh, yeah. My AC was on like 77, and I wasn't getting enough amps for it to be running efficiently. Mm-hmm. It's running at like 70, 71, feels like 67, 66. 
just because he did that. Okay. The damn thing probably has been clean. It's like 20 years old. That makes sense. And so uh, I was like, you know, thank you for not trying to upsell me a new system. And right. Just, what would you know? You wouldn't know any it. better. No they any could better. come in and say, hey, you, hey, you got to get yourselves a whole new unit right. over here. <laughs> so he cleaned it out. So thank you, dude. All right. Yeah. First round of headlines. Go ahead. It's going to be pretty hellish this weekend. H1. Broiling under the California sun. It's a whole different level of heat. When the mercury soars, Howdy. Danny's Mini Donuts sees a spike in business. Ice cream is like coffee. Ice cream is something you may want to have a lot of this weekend. According to Fox 40, Sacramento is expected to have triple digit temperatures this weekend. Starting today, uh, 100 degrees plus outside as well. There's an excessive heat watch. Uh, that began this morning, and it's going to run through Monday at 8 p.m. So they're advising you to hydrate, drink lots of water. If you can stay indoors between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., that's your best bet. Right. That's. I mean, it's that hot they're telling people to stay inside. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So you should see what's happening, in, like, in Arizona, Phoenix. I mean, it is. Like 130, they said? Yeah. Oh, Death Valley, control. same thing. It's a dry uh, heat, though. Yeah. It's, yeah <laughs> <laughs> At least there's no humidity, right, guys? Right. That's what gets you. <laughs> That's what gets you all the time. <laughs> all right. Uh, second one. Go ahead. A hawk in Texas doesn't like mail delivery. H2. Imagine walking out of your house and knowing that you're going to get, like, punched in the back of the head by an animal with, like, large talons. So. It's not ideal. My brother actually said he thought that I, like, he was on a run and he thought I punched him in the back of the head, which, you know, I haven't done in 15 years. So <laughs> Imagine going outside and thinking that somebody's attacking you that you know, but it ends up being a bird, according to UPI. There's a neighborhood in Texas kind of close to Austin where this hawk is just coming down, and when people go outside the house, they're attacking them, specifically mail carriers and things like that. So they've suspended the mail in that area and told everybody pretty much you have to come to the post office to pick up your mail until they get this under control. The wildlife there is saying that when birds are... Uh, Where's, where is this at? In Texas. Really? Yeah, near Austin. So when birds uh, lay eggs, they're saying that this hawk may have just laid some eggs, and that's why it's being so aggressive. So literally only thing that they can advise is to give it some time, let the birds hatch and get older, and then she'll calm down. Well, back in, uh, in, in Atlanta when I first moved there, you know... Uh, we were looking for houses to rent as we were transitioning from Florida. And mm-hmm. we walked outside this patio and this bird just dive bombs. And the real estate agent was like, oh, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> I guess I think what the thrasher, whatever the bird was. And then we went to another house. Did it hit y'all? Close. And then another one dive bomb. I'm like, I ain't moving here. This ain't <laughs> happening. That's Jesus telling you to stay away. Exactly. And then when we got, you know, because our dogs are small, it was more petunia than anything else. There was this giant hawk. They kept circling, you know, and I was terrified that these things, like, I, I'm picturing in my mind, worst case scenario, my dog's out there running in the yard and one of these damn pterodactyls come down, grab it. <laughs> Swoop it up and it's gone. And then my neighbor tells me a story about how it did happen in the neighborhood and they were chasing the, the hawk down the street as it had this dog in its talons and oh finally God. they dropped it and the hawk was trying to kill the dog and they got to, I mean... Like, I, I couldn't even imagine, you know, watching this thing mm-hmm. come down, pick up tunes, and then fly off. And I'm sitting here like a crazy man <laughs> running after yeah. a bird in the sky trying to figure out where it's going to land. And my poor dog is screaming, which is the worst noise ever in the world. So I remember I, I'm putting up these fake owls. 
I was putting up netting. I, I, I got sucked into whatever Google told me. It was like the WebMD of how to deter a hawk. So I'm buying everything that Amazon has to offer, these shiny silver icicle things that are all around our yard. People thought we were probably Satanists or something. <laughs> so you, would, you would walk in the backyard, you'd fake owl, fake hawk, netting, fishing line. You had, And this was just until she got big enough that I didn't think it was going to be right. a problem. Uh, and then these these little ice, these silver ice. You know what I'm talking about? The silver ice. Yeah, because like when it when it shines in the light or whatever, then it upsets them, and then they stay away. Right. That's the deterrent for any bird if the reflection. Mm-hmm. Right. But they can't see. That's why they they, they slap into your house because they don't. Right. They just think that it's a see through. That's scary. Terrifying. So I feel for what Texas. Mm-hmm. Feel for Texas. I didn't hear no story about saving a bird like I did, but. I don't think this is a bird they want to save. I think this oh, is a bird they birds. may want to shoot. Nah, you know, save all, save all the animals, save all, save all of God's creatures. <laughs> they were all on the boat. They all need to be saved. Well, if they're attacking you, you may want to shoot it. Am I going for a back to back to back to back? Yes. Tony Tone Tone World Heavyweight Championship yes. of the world. It will be a triple Tony Tone Tone. Unless Nelson gives us an amazing category this week. Yeah. Let's go. Or option B. Which is what? <laughs> you just win because. You can't. No, I can win if I, I get a good category. Uh, what, America's not good enough? <laughs> I mean, what, what do you want? Things that white people don't know? I like, don't what know. category Something. do you want Nelson to do? <laughs> yeah. TV shows that are just on UPN. <laughs> UPN. Re- reality television just on UPN featuring 90s black women uh-huh. girl bands. Oh, yes. I'll definitely win that. Though. I'm sure you oh. will. <laughs> All right, uh, so it's uh, it's me going for that. You can pick Nikki D if you'd like. See where that goes. Or our special celebrity guest, our friend Lauren, who is a project manager here at uh, Odyssey. So she's going to pop in here. I think she did pretty well when she played last time, right? She did. She was pretty pretty hyped. I don't remember what her point count was, but I think she did okay. I know she was excited to she play. She was very excited. All right. Winner's going to get these tickets for Blues Traveler, Big Ed Todd, the Monsters, and Spin Doctors. It is called the Blue Monsters Tour. Saturday, July 28th at the venue Thunder Valley. We just need some players. What's the category? Sports. There you go. There I go. Go sports. See? Go sports. Oh, now I got to hurry up and buzz in faster than you. You've got, <sighs> like, if you take some, I mean, you can't spell sports without poor. Sports, poor. No. No. So you're not enough O's. <laughs> okay. It's a long O. You got me there. All right. 916-909-0985. Like I said, need some players. Got these tickets up for grabs. We'll do Game of Tones here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, oh, oh. I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Toes. Hey, welcome back. It's the BS sponsored by Sky River Casino, Elk Grove. Perfect place this weekend to go grab some dinner, possibly at SR Prime, do some gambling, win some money, have some good times. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. We welcome to the program to join us for Game of Tones. It is our project manager here at Odyssey Sacramento. 
It is our friend Lauren. How are you, Lauren? Hi, I'm good. I just learned a lot about Lauren during the break. I love learning about my coworkers. <laughs> she and her lovely boyfriend are into bird watching. And she thought that I was going to go, oh, bird watching. Oh, but instead, no. I fired back with, I love me some bird watching. Yeah. You even had a bird fountain. Yeah, I got a bird yes. fountain. See, mm-hmm. that's what we need. Like, we want to get fountains. We want to get bird baths. We want to, like, deck it out. Yeah. Okay. And and the smart bird watcher where it notifies you and you can watch them eat on the camera. Yes. Like, that genuinely makes me so excited that that exists. It's really, <laughs> like, I, I couldn't get off my phone. I love that. And That's then, awesome. Damn squirrels will get up there and take the food, but you yeah. know, still oh, you got to see the squirrels. squirrels. All right. Uh, we've got these tickets for Blues Traveler, Big Ed Todd the Monster, Spin Doctors for you. It's a Saturday show, 28th of July, venue, Thunder Valley. We're going to do Game of Tones. That's where Nelson goes and grabs noises, sounds, tones, if you will. Under the category this week of sports. Sports. You know, we had Wimbledon <sighs> and we had sure. the ESPYs I get it. I know what sports are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, uh, I, I am going it's... for the <laughs> third, this is, which has never been done in the history of this game, pre-Sacramento, the Tony Tone Tone World <laughs> Heavyweight Championship <laughs> of the World <laughs> times three. Yes. I, this is never. You're making history. I guess exactly what I'm doing. History. I am making history. All right. Let's uh let's get some players here. Uh, we've got here Mike in Placerville. You got Nikki D. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Scale of one to ten, ten being the most confident. Where's your confidence level in her right now? <laughs> uh, I I think we're into fine. I'm pretty good in sports, but you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, it, I don't guess you haven't listened to the game. You really do nothing. <laughs> you just sit on the phone. Okay. It's all her. It's not me. Okay. I'm by myself. So hang on. Mike. <laughs> Did you explain how the game works to maybe new people? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Mike's like, dude, I've been in sports broadcasting for like 30 years. This is, gonna, this is my game. Yeah, we're going to be great. Uh, Christy, how are you? Doing well. You are getting the lovely Lauren, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Woo. All right. You hang on. And then I got Jamie. Jamie, you got me. Hey, yeah. Yes. Winning team right there. Dude, I'm telling you, when we win, I need you to pop by the radio station. You and I will take a picture of the belt. I got the belt in my hand right now. There you go. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. right, that's real gold. All right, hang on. A real solid gold. All right, Lauren, I need a buzzing sound. You know how this works? Yes. Uh, mine's going to be the same as it was last time, which is ding. Ding. All right. Yes. Just, Hit it hard and fast. Does the, yeah. does the hand go down every time, Mike? Uh, probably. Okay, so it's. Ding. Yeah, I mean, I am Italian-American, so, like, the hands come with the territory with me. <laughs> okay. Ding. Okay, got it. And you Nikki, got it, Faith. Are you going to do any hand movements? No hand movements. <laughs> okay. I got to try to win. Okay, I got to, woo! Uh-huh. All right, when well, you hear those buzz-ins, Nelson, you calling us. The category is sports. Uh-huh. <sighs> Let's go. For two points, what's this tone? Faith. Nikki D. Mm, mm, Five. Mm, jump around. And that's by five, four, three. They don't say their name in the song. Clue. Bailey. Cypress Hill. And that would be incorrect. Oh. Anyone else? I think at this point, because there's three players, can't we don't have to have the five seconds, do we? We have instilled that five-second rule because of. Are you going to go? Are you going? You can jump I, in? I don't. You can I count the five who... down for to move okay, on. Five. Go ahead. It's five. It's been five seconds. Woo. Uh, Bailey. Crisscross. And that, that, what? No. Oh, Faith. Nikki D. It's the. The the Tronics. No. The Tronics. <laughs> it's House of Pain. House of Pain. Hey! 
pain. The house of pain. What? Why are you getting all excited? You getting all excited? <laughs> Damn! How did I not know? All right, come on, head in the game. Are you faking right now? No, I'm not. I know. You just you're letting this belt. He get does your head. not let points get by. True. Okay. All right. How about this tone? Whoa, Bay. Bailey. Tennis. And that would be correct. <sighs> God, by the first. Talk. I gotta get my mouth closer. <laughs> That's what she said. How about <laughs> this tone? You can put my arms behind my back. Whoa, Bailey. Um, that is Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling. And that would be correct. Stone Cold Steve Austin is who I was looking for. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hold it. How, how about this tone? Whoa! Babe! Bailey. That is Five, Field of Dreams. Four, and that would be correct. Dang! I did know that one. I know, I heard you. Need to hear a ding, though. Good job. Over there. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> How about this tone? Whoa, Bailey Sports Center. <laughs> that would be correct. Darn it! I sh- oh, I didn't believe in myself. Uh huh. Didn't believe. In Sometimes myself. you just gotta say. You just Dang. gotta say it, and that's, then be wrong. Yeah. That's the title of Nikki D's book every Friday. <laughs> for this game. If you don't, if you don't answer, you're wrong anyway. You don't get the right. point. You right. know, so you have five <laughs> seconds to catch up. True. I'll count it down for you. Like for this tone. It's an unbelievable sight to see. We toe-to-toe. The Russian tower. Failing. Five. Four. Boxing. Three. That would be incorrect. Mm. Oh, I Faith. know. Nikki D. Finson. <laughs> Woo. That was Hippie Lauren. Cricket. No. Woo. Failing. Hockey. Woo! Oh my God, Bailey! At this point, you could jump in. Yeah, woo, woo! Go ahead, Bailey. Rocky Four. Four is what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. Oh I, I, I was like, I yes, know. but I didn't. I know. I knew you'd have it at break. You. I was hoping you were to say three for the longest time. For whatever reason, I thought that was Rocky Three. No. How about this tone? Woo, Dave. Bailey. Baseball. Nice. So fast. <laughs> That's what my wife game. says. <laughs> <laughs> and this tone? The crowd is standing on his feet here in Whoa. Augusta. Bailey. Caddyshack. God. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes I just feel like I'm playing with myself. You are. <laughs> Stop. That's what you are. And how about... Okay, Caddyshack, that's enough. How about this tone for two points? Faith. That would be Nikki D. That would be... Whoop, there it is. Five. Five. Oh, I always, Four, do, I always say this wrong. Three, two, Tetratronics. No. Whoa. You messed me up. 69 boys. And that would be incorrect. No. Is that a ding I heard? I heard a. Uh, no. I have no five, idea. Four. I know who it is. Three, Everybody got to stop talking. Two. I'll tell you who it is. Yeah. And that would be. Back again. Tag, tag team. team. That would be tag team. Tag yes. team. I know that. Tag team. I screwed up leaving that as the first line. I forgot that's what. Oh. Tag team. Back DC again. Says. Check it, direct it. Let's begin. There yeah, it is, my tag team. You know what that and- actually comes from? Uh, Ice-T is the one who taught me this. That, they were strip club DJs in Atlanta, and that is when uh, when they, when they it would pop out. Woomp, there it is. Like Because mm. you had to wear, at that time, oh. you had to wear clothing still. And if it popped out, woomp, they would say it on the microphone. Woomp. There it is. Really? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at yeah. Nelson with a little bit of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> What's, the What's the score? What's the score? 
Um, you have seven. I have two. Lauren has donut. Right. Yeah. Let's go back to Mike. Mike, that confidence level thing that we we're talking about, one to ten, <laughs> ten being the highest. Where are we at right now? It's below negative ten now. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine. We still got room for improvement. Hang on, Bob. Uh, Plenty of time. <laughs> How about this tone? Basketball. Babe. Oh, dick. Darn it. Oh, Nikki D. Basketball. Yeah. And that would be correct. See? I heard something and then a something and then something. Well, she said the <laughs> answer said instead the of answer. ding. I know. And uh, I know. And she did you dirty, didn't she? I she know. got in on a fave using your answer. I know. How about this tone for two points, maybe, Lauren? Catch up. Fave. Bailey. Five. That is Four. let the dogs out. And that would be. Fave. Correct. Nikki D. Who let the dogs out? Bye. The Baja Man. That would be correct. Yeah. Grammy Award winning. Mm. <laughs> Believe it or not. Somehow. Mm. How about this tone? You got the opportunity of a lifetime. You like Blue. Bailey. Varsity Blues. That would be correct. But I don't want. I don't want your life. Your life. I don't want your life. I don't want your life. How about this tone? Woo. Bailey. Queen. And? We will rock you. And that would be correct. Got it. If could. only we could have heard it. You didn't, hear, it. You're not, you didn't hear that? I didn't hear it. it Play it again. It was oh. like, ooh. You don't heard. know it at that point? I uh, I knew it, but knew I'm, it. Just not, I'm just gotta not just, quick. You've got to just start yelling ding for no reason. <laughs> just ding as soon as you hear the song start. <laughs> like this song. My pl- Hold on. Oh, Lauren's player hung up. Sorry, Lauren. That's okay. If somebody wants to call back and take Lauren, she's got two minutes to redeem herself, and she's only down. Well. <laughs> It's okay, everyone. Okay. We all knew I was not going to win this I gotta one. I got to tell you, the lady that called, that's very rude. That, does, that doesn't make yeah. a person feel good going into the weekend that you picked her and you don't have confidence. And you picked her first, by the way. Yeah, come yeah. on. How about this tone? Woo! Bailey. Faith. Five. Cool in the gang. Four and? Celebration. And that would be oh, correct. Oh, wow. <sighs> How the heck did you get that? He was mean? good. I heard it. He's so good. You you buzzed in, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I did. So why did, would you get it, not me? Oh, I was. You love got it. it off of one beat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of these days, I would love to go head to head with him in this game. How about this tone? Us to wash all the car. Woo! Karate Kid. Why did you say wax on, wax off? Well, well I'm gonna. He was getting it's like the oh. next line. One car at a time. You wax guys done? I feel like I'm just beating you guys up. You guys done? You want to continue to play? No, we want to hear more. All right, next one. What am I up by? You have 13. (laughs) I have five. Lauren has zero. We don't have to say my score. Next one, if Lauren gets it, she gets seven points. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) More pressure. How about this, Tom? Somebody. Bailey. That is is All Star by Smash Mouth. That would be correct. All right. I'm interested. I, I know this isn't for points, but I'm interested to see hear what your response to this tone would be. What you would consider it? Oh, woo, Bailey. Uh, that is Rick Vaughn in Major League, and I would accept that, or I would have accepted Wild Thing Dang. if you would have said it was by X, not by tone mode, because that's what it was. But yes, Major League, Rick Vaughn. <laughs> Sorry. Hey guys. Hey, how you doing? Are we done? You wrapping Hi. it up? Oh, you know what? I'm not, I can't play that because we got to play. This. Yep, you gotta play that. You gotta dance. Mm, 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 Ladies mm, and gentlemen, mm, mm, for the third straight mm, time. Mm, <laughs> nobody's ever done this. 
Put your hands up. Put your hands up. <laughs> the world heavyweight champion of America, Tony Tone Tone. Me. Let's go. Me. A little Ooh, breakdown baby. right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, congratulations. You got the tickets for Blues Traveler, Big Ed Todd and the Monsters, oh, yeah. and the Spin Doctors. Like, I feel bad. It. Yeah, I know. I feel horrible. No, you don't. No. I feel like it. I just took dinner away from an Ethiopian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's God. Awesome. Good right. job. Thanks, buddy. Hold on. Sorry, guys. You're not sorry. It's, a, it's okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna claim that I was just I I just did that so Bailey could have the the title. Or you can just say we did not know these tones. It's okay to say that. Like, I mean, I didn't, but okay, I was trying know to you know I was trying to make a story out of it. <laughs> I, I, I believe you, Lauren. I think that you could have dominated. You chose not to. Yes. Because you're sweet. Yes. And what's I wanted your... it to end good, like a good Friday, like yeah. yay. Well, that's, I appreciate Winning. it because I'm a poor sport, right? And Nikki, <laughs> you're... Oh, I'm a poor sport. Yeah, I don't are. like losing, and I lose every week, 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 week. Yeah, there's a word for that. <sighs> what's the word? Loser. I knew. God, you had to see it that makes one coming. Me sick. <laughs> well, I can't stand it. Look, I I don't want to rub it in, but <sighs> I. I, 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 I <laughs> And I'd ha- it kills me that it kills you. No, it doesn't. It does. Because I'm it, already dead. It bothers me. <laughs> I just want you to just look at what a champion looks like and think next week it can get better for you, which we both know probably it won't. It won't. But, the category will be, I don't know, rock songs from the 60s. But I need you to think positive. One day. I think one day you you're going to get it. You pick the category. I've won like twice. All right, Nikki, pick the category. You pick the category. What's the category? Um, it's got to be a generic category. A generic category? Yeah. Uh, it can't be like, what's in Nikki's purse? Right. <laughs> what's in Nikki's purse? I'm really good at movies. Okay. There you go. Just movies in general. Not a movies genre I've of movie? Seen. What? Okay. <laughs> uh, movies. <laughs> That's not generic. You want me to get it? How bad do you want me to stack the list? Disney movies. Disney Ooh. movies. You want to do an entire. He's going to hate that. I don't care. I'll beat him, though. <laughs> That's fine. You can do Disney. That's movies. a lot of trash. If I'm telling you, if you don't careful, beat him, careful because Disney now owns a lot of movies, including the entire Star Wars catalog yeah. and Mandalorian. I know that. Okay, fine. All do, right, do Disney movies. Ooh. Disney movies. It is. Yeah, don't pick hard ones, Nelson. Oh, now there's restrictions. <laughs> this guy doesn't even. I already know. see you over there. Like, oh, I'm gonna do Wally like you did the right. other day. Oh, it's that off, is a good movie. It's though. off the table. You do whatever you want to do because <laughs> she's. Be, don't you, do hard ones. We might just have to hire people for Friday's segment oh just to God. come in and play. To be honest with you, if it's if it's Disney movies, I won't come back. Oh, you will? Yeah. Okay. We gotta be invited first. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just throwing my hat in the kidding. ring. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've yeah. already been on twice, so I'm I feel like kidding. I'm a repeater. Of course you're invited. You are. I'm, you joking. Are. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I've seen how hard it is for you guys to book a guest here. You better not talk trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to bring up this uh, hazing. Both, but what both the baseball and the football coach, right, uh-huh. have been fired from Northwestern. And we'll get into why, and and it's all about hazing, but the conversation I'm just going to tell you right now is like, 
This is a generational thing, definitely. Yeah. Is all hazing bad? That's my question for you. Is all hazing, you know, like it's taboo, right, to say that mm-hmm. it's not? Uh-huh. Right. So I'm curious if you got if you think it's it's some hazing's okay, and if you were hazed and learned something from it, if you'd like to explain, and you're going to have to have a little bit of balls to do it because it is taboo, uh-huh. right? And people are probably going to beat you up for it, but that's fine. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Heads up here in about 30-some-odd minutes. If you listened to us yesterday, you heard us talking about this new docuseries on Hulu called Betrayal, The Perfect Husband. And the story is being told by an amazing woman. Her name is Jennifer Faison, and she's going to join us here in about 30 minutes because it's all about her life and her husband of seven-plus years, I think, uh, but knowing him for 30-plus years being just the opposite of what she thought. Absolutely. I, I actually started watching the documentary. I'm almost done. And really? It is so good. You get sucked into it, huh? Yes, I did, for yeah. sure. Yeah. She's an amazing woman, huh? She's very, very strong, but I have some questions. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, she doesn't want us to ask questions about his ex-wife or his kids. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. I so, didn't know that. Yeah, I meant to tell you that off the air. So okay. I'll just tell you that on the air. <laughs> Now we know. <laughs> Thank you for that. Because if not, I'll forget. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we'll get into segment and she'll come on. And I'll be like, oh, man, I'm such a bad person because she asked me not to do that, uh, which is a, no problem because I really don't care about his ex-wife. And I don't really I'm, not that I don't care about his kids. I hope they're well. But you know what I'm saying? That's not the story. Mike and Antelope. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good. How are you, man? Good. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm going to bring up. Well, I'm going to do it now and then I'll let you tell your story. But. This Northwestern, have you heard this is Northwestern baseball coach fired? And this is just days after the football coach was fired, and this is all over a hazing scandal. Have you heard about this? Uh, no, not until you guys said something about it. Yeah, and and, and so I, I looked it up, and I was like, you know, what was the actual hazing? And Fitzgerald, now Jim Foster, he was the baseball coach, right? And uh, he'd only been there for a year. But then they had Pat Fitzgerald. He was the football coach. Not that I care about uh, Northwestern, but the idea of hazing and, and how it's kind of interpreted now, I guess, is the conversation. So Fitzgerald was fired after the university investigation found allegations of hazing by 11 current or former players, which include forced participation. All right. Remember that term, forced participation. Nudity and sexualized acts of degrading nature. Uh, Northwestern President Michael Scheel wrote... And Fitzgerald was has maintained that he was unaware of the hazing. Mm-hmm. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. There's, I know there's a lot of former athletes that are on social media getting this guy's back. Really? Saying, one of the greatest coaches, one of the greatest guys. Can't believe they fired him without an invest, more of an investigation, blah, blah, blah. Um, so before we get into the whole thing, Mike, you've got a story about when you were hazed? Uh, yeah, well... A lot of us got hazed. Uh, we got a, uh, I was in the Army. I went to jump school. And after I got out of jump school, we were called cherries because that's the color of your beret. Our berets were really red at that time until they got worn in. But, uh, yeah, when they got about five of us in our unit, when I was, got to the 82nd Airborne, uh, they had a party. And there was no sexual things involved. The only nudity that was involved was my belly because we all got slapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. They put poor beer on our bellies, and they each got a turn slap on our bellies <laughs> until it was like cherry red. Right. How old are you, Mike? Uh, right now I'm 60. You're, you were 60 years old? Really? 
Yes. Dude, you sound like you're 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> now, now, do you consider the slapping of the belly, and especially already being a part of you know the Army, right? Are you saying that's hazing? It, it was a hazing event. I mean, that was it was more of an introduction, I guess. I don't know what you would call it, but everybody had to go through it. Did you? Did it traumatize you? Did it make you tell? No. No. Did it make no. you? Did, do you no. think it made you stronger? Well, it made me feel part of the group. Okay, it gave you camaraderie. Right. Right. So you you are actually thankful that the belly slapping happened. Well, yeah, because they had a big party out this park and, uh, you know, out in the woods, and uh, they supplied all the alcohol, and then the new guys got slapped on the belly until, I mean, it hurt. I mean, oh, don't, sure. don't get me wrong, it hurts. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't feel like, I mean, it was degrading or anything. See, here's the problem. All right, Mike, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my little thing here, but thanks for the story. Appreciate you listening, and have a great weekend, you 30-year-old man. All right, you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you. So I, I, I don't struggle with it. I don't think all hazing is bad. It's the word that's become bad, right? Because there's something to be said, kind of like Mike's story, of building camaraderie, mm-hmm. doing silly things. Right. But with that being said... There hazing is a lot like heckling. There is an unwritten rule of respect when you're doing it because the person that you're hazing most of the time, if not all the time, that's going to be your brother. That's going to be in the military, the guy that's going to get your back, possibly put himself in the line of fire so you don't die. Mm -hmm. So there is a level of respect when you're going through said hazing process. When hazing becomes bad, it's when you disrespect that person, you don't care about their well-being, and you're doing it just to humiliate them. And you go too far. And that's what I'm saying um, in regards to a story that I know personally. A friend of mine was going through the hazing process of being in a, a fraternity. And it's the normal things that happen, but then it starts to go too far where now you're physically harming people. They can't recuperate. You have to go to hospitals. I think that's when it goes too far. Black fraternity? Yes. Yeah. So I had a buddy that I don't want to say which one was in a black fraternity, and we were (laughs) together in a car for a very long time, and we were talking about fraternities. Mm -hmm. Because I I don't think I had yet joined a fraternity, which would be considered a white fraternity, even though we had black people, whatever. So he was explaining to me, because I think I was like, yeah, I think when I transfer, I'm going to join, and which I eventually did. Mm-hmm. He's like, the, he, you want to know the difference between the two fraternities? I said, sure. He goes, black fraternities, it's very simple, physical. Yes. The hazing process is all physical. Mm-hmm. White fraternities, not like that. Joined my fraternity, there wasn't much of a hazing process, definitely not what he was explaining to me. Really? And, of course, he didn't explain it all to me because by code he can't. Yeah, they can. But, you know, you can just assume that kind of thing. Yeah, my friend broke the rules because he sent me pictures and everything of his injuries. Yeah. And it was bad. Well, that's gone too far. Injuries. Right. That doesn't build camaraderie. No. I mean, I guess now because they're, they're a brotherhood and they do all these things, but every time I even see him post something, all I think about is the pictures I sent where he was – all messed up and bloody. See the word. Wow. The word I think has gotten has gotten a little muddied, right? You know, I watched a video today of this girl that got her black belt in jujitsu and whatever where she was at. I, I don't know why she was on my feet or whatnot, but she had to go what was called through the gauntlet. And I don't know if people in mixed martial arts is this is normal. And what she did is she walked through the class got on each line, and they took their respected mm-hmm. belts and they smacked her with it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. whipped her with it. 
It's a normal. Some of them were harder than others. Some of them were kind of funny, kind of goofy. But no one was doing it to knock this girl out. She's not right. doing it in her eye or anything. But some of them hit her pretty damn hard. Yeah. Right? But that's that's like, there's a difference between, I guess, if hazing's going to be the negative term, you've got to come up with something else called initiating. Because there is something to be said that you go through something as ridiculous as it may be. Maybe it does involve nudity. Dude, let me tell you, straight guys do the gayest, weirdest oh, yes. things yes. in that in that world. <laughs> yes. They just do. I don't know why. They just do. Because they know it makes most straight guys uncomfortable. Yeah, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. But you know, to know that you went through something that no one else did and you have that in common, mm-hmm. that's how you build. That's part, not only, but that's part of building camaraderie. I, I agree with that. I feel like I went through that with boot camp. I went through something with my shipmates that if you haven't done it, you'll never understand the struggle of what we went through and came out on the other side of. Right. Absolutely. You know, You're and then right. if you were to run into any of those shipmates that you had mm-hmm. when you served Nikki D, you would automatically have a bond with them because yes. of. Because of that. Yes, right. absolutely. Exactly. Same with football, any organized sport, fraternity, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're in. Um, Mechanics. They're pretty bad about hazing you, too, when you're new at a mechanic shop. Really? I did not know that. I didn't uh-huh. know that either. Yeah, mechanics, oh, mechanics will mess with everybody in the shop, you, mechanic or not. So what they would do at this Midas I worked at in Omaha was the first time you used the restroom in the shop, it was a little one shop, you know, one restroom stall, mm-hmm. they would spray brake clean under the door and they'd light it on fire. Because brake clean burns up like it's gone. It's like a magic trick. That's scary, though. Yeah, it scares you when you're on the john, and all of a sudden there's a fire that comes at you. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's awesome. So how do you pass the test? You just don't freak out. I passed the test because I took a cup of water, and I splashed it back at him, and the floor floor was so soaked with oil that the flames rode on top of the water back at him. And he goes, ah, you're not supposed to do that. But but one of the things they said with the, these coaches that I don't like <laughs> is forced participation. Yeah, what is that? It's it's somebody that doesn't want to do the drills. It's a coach that is saying, "Look, in order to get better, you got to push yourself." And there's a kid that only wants to do what he wants to do, and he knows that he's going to win this battle if he complains. Oh, yeah. See, I don't like that either. Because there are a couple of those kids in college that did that. They're like, "I'm quitting because he wants us to work too hard." Like, dude, that's his job. Right. Like, you're never going to get better unless you learn to push yourself past the point of where you don't think you can go anymore. Yep. I mean, that's, that's called passion. That's called grit. That's called, uh, you know, intestinal fortitude. Sure. You just showed me that with the gym stuff. I used to be like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. And you'd be like, no, your kid's falling off a cliff. Keep going. I'd be like, Oh, my kid's falling off a cliff. (laughs) Yeah. That's but it's made me better. (laughs) I said said that to Rachel. I was like, you know, if we're doing chess, like maybe bench or something, I'd be like, can you, just imagine Ariel under a car, and you're the only one that can, you know, I'm, I'm that guy. You are. Because that's how I was groomed. That is exactly who you are, so it's, I'm going to agree with you on it's that. It's the wreck on turn four. What do you do? All right. You punch it. You go through the, you go through the smoke, mm-hmm. even though you can't see it. But if you go slow, you're going to get caught up in the wreck. Yep. It's the same concept. You know, and so for a kid to say, you know what, look, coach, I just don't want to do it. I'm tired. Oh, that's hazing. You're making me work too hard. Hazers. I'm assuming that's what that means, forced participation, because if you're part of the football team at Northwestern or baseball team at Northwestern, you are participating. <laughs> so forced participation would be, I need you to do these drills, right? but you don't want to do those drills, 
unless they have more clarity. That's what I'm assuming. All right, uh, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who went off at a press conference and what good deed a boss did for his employee. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Hang on. 98 Rock, the BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. Before we uh, do headlines, you got something on the text machine there, Nikki D? Says. Yeah. Says when I joined the Air Force back in the day, when prompted, when promoted, you had to walk through the gauntlet and get punched in your arm. It was our form of hazing. See, that's not. I don't. If my kid were to come home and say that happened, and they're in the or, army, Air Force, Air Force, mm-hmm. so be it. So be it. Now, if it's like if that were initiation to get into the the sandbox in kindergarten, I'd have a problem with it. <laughs> Why would you have a problem? The teacher lines them five, <laughs> right? <laughs> You just asked me why I would have a problem with it? That sandbox initiation could be tough. That's real tough. Yes. All right, second round of headlines brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air, 530-GOOD-AIR. You will be lucky if you give them a call and Jason shows up at your house. He's my guy. Best service, best price guaranteed, and not not me, Jason, but Good Guys, Mm. Jason. Yeah. Uh, That's no BS. All right, go ahead. The actor's strike is getting heated, H3. This is a very big deal. And it weighed heavy on us. We're not going to take this anymore. What are we doing? Moving around furniture on the Titanic? So the jig is up, AMPTP. So that was the actual president of SAG-AFTRA, the president, Fran Drescher. And this is according to Mediaite. She was doing a press conference. You know conference. Fran Drescher is, right? The actress? Oh, she doesn't. What do you mean, do I know who she is? The like, nanny? Does she act? Yeah, I know she's the nanny. Oh, well, you just said it like you didn't know yeah, who she was. Yeah, you said it like, this is the president, Fran Drescher. And well, I, people might not know that she's the president of SAG. I did not. Because I, I didn't know either. that. But I knew she was the most, not most comfortable person to listen to. On the nanny? <laughs> Ever. Oh, but God, I love it. I love her, too. I'm into weird voices. But the the actors went on strike yesterday, and she was basically standing up at this press conference saying that she's upset about what's going on. Enough is enough. They have to push back and fight back. And she said this is a moment in history where they're not going to just take this lying down. They're striking. I bet you every single actor that has their SAG card and that is striking right now in solidarity with the writers didn't see this coming and are disappointed that they nominated Fran Drescher as their president and <laughs> spokesperson. <laughs> They're like, please end this because all she's going to do is talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't we have gotten Morgan Freeman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or somebody more James Earl Jones. Somebody <laughs> a little bit more easy on the ears. Now, this not only includes shutting down production. Like, I saw a couple pictures of, like, Wicked and stuff. I mean, it's just like it's a ghost town, right? Mm-hmm, I saw that they're too. walking out. They're like, this is, you know, this is this is real. But they're talking about anything and everything associated with. That means promotions, interviews, tours, Comic-Cons, all that stuff, as well as podcasting. Oh. Which brings me to this. If every freaking celebrity out there has a podcast and without effort gets picked up by a network, I'm not bitter. I'm just saying this is what happens because of their name notoriety, gets picked up by a network, gets money in pocket right out of the gates for no reason whatsoever, uh, they will not be doing their podcast anymore 
I would also suggest if you really are in this to win this, take down all of your old episodes. But I guarantee you won't because you need to continue to get paid. Absolutely. So if you really, celebrities, are in this to win this and you're a podcaster, shut down your network. Shut it all down, but you won't do it. Oh, no, I didn't know that. That's tricky, but no, they won't do that. Because they can't do that. They can't, they're not going to be able to do, you know, like some of uh, these interviews that are coming through for us, you know, through, through my booker. Um, there are people like that are former actors that can talk about the strike, mm-hmm. but the, the, the it's it's dying down of yeah they're starring in this and they're doing this <laughs> right right because they can't right did you find it, out the question about the comedians if they can still no perform? I, I didn't I forgot oh, I meant okay. to text uh, Ian last yeah, night I was and asked him because I know he's got his I'm sure he's got his sad card mm-hmm. if he can still do it like like Margot Robbie can't tweet to you. Hey, go see the Barbie movie this weekend. Like even that promotion is shut down. Dang, good and, thing and, they already was out. And don't get don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that they're wrong. I mean, I I don't have a dog in this fight. I mean, if they really feel strongly about this, and I'm sure they have every right to. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I know it has a lot to do with the AI and their rights and stuff. And I get that, um, but I just know how people work. And I know that they have loopholes and they have ways to go around it to save face and look like they're participating right. when they're still <laughs> keeping the lights on. Mm-hmm. Because not every actor is making seven figures. Most no, they're still aren't. trying to stay afloat. And a lot of them are, are living, as we would say, paycheck to paycheck, movie to movie. Right. And this is like kind of an opportunity. You wonder, like, will somebody break with the herd that's an unknown actor that's trying to make it and says, you know what? Hey, I'll take that part and... Uh, this blockbuster movie that you have to make? I mean, <laughs> of course they will. <laughs> I am Bob Cobb. You know, I mean, sure. I'll be the next Rocky. <laughs> Median's 50%, right? The the ha- half the people are above it and half the people are below it. I always get that term wrong. Median? Yeah, the median. Median uh, salary of actors are $46,000. Yeah, not much. So half of all actors make less than that. Yeah, the ones that we see are the one percenters. Right. Right. The the ones that we're friends with are the other 99%. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the ones you run into are cool. Uh, Right. All right. Second story. A boss showed humanity what a second chance looks like. H4. A commencement from one life full of drugs and despair. It It saved my life. To a new one full of hope and support. This is my good guy story of the day because this is something that's Personal to me, when people uh, have been arrested or have been imprisoned or on drugs and they're trying to just get their foot back on, you know, the plow, doing the right thing in, in society. And this woman, Robin Pierce, was in Birmingham. She had been a drug addict. She got clean. She wanted to get her kids back. And so she had to go to court. All she did was ask her boss if he would come with her to court and be like a character witness and say, hey, she's changed. She's doing good. She's holding down a job. Well, her boss says, I can do you one better. I'm going to shut down the entire company, and they work for a logistics company, and all 70 employees are going to go with me to court wow. on your behalf so you can get your kids back. Wow, wow. How many bosses are doing that? Like, Did she that, get her kids back? She got her kids back, absolutely. Can you imagine if she didn't? Yeah, she, she, she got Guy back. walks away and is like, all that for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're fired for shutting down the company. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, she ended up getting her kids back. But just the fact that he was willing to go out on a limb and do that. And then, you know, even researching the story more, I found out that he most of his employees are like recovering addicts or people who've been incarcerated and they're trying to get a second chance. And I, I applaud that. I would have pulled the judge aside and said, if I didn't bring 78 people here. <laughs> Would you have still given me my kids back? Like, how much of that played into your decision? <laughs> I'm sure a lot. And if your response is like, no, I was going to do it anyway, the boss is like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had known that. <laughs> Got a lot of work to do today. <laughs> All right. That is a good guy's story. Good yeah. guy's eating there. Thanks for the uh, sponsorship for headlines. Sorry, Jennifer Faison, talking a lot about her the last couple shows. She uh, has the docuseries Betrayal, The Perfect Husband, which is streaming now on Hulu. She is the young lady that had a husband that she thought she had her soulmate, yes. knew everything about, and gets arrested, the teacher of the year, numerous times for sexual assault with one of his students. And that was the tip of the iceberg. Yes. So we'll talk with Jennifer here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS, all sponsored by Sky River Casino, Elk Grove. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. I want to welcome our guest. We've been talking a lot about her. Myself and Nikki D. and probably a lot of you absolutely addicted to this story that's being told uh, on Hulu right now, streaming on Hulu, Betrayal the Perfect Husband, even though Nikki and I, because this story uh, hails from our old neck of the woods back in Georgia, it yes. was a national story just a few years ago of Jennifer Faison and her then-husband, uh, Spencer Heron. Jennifer, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I get, You know, I should ask this. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't gotten that far yet because I keep falling asleep and I'm addicted <laughs> to this, this, uh, this docuseries. You, you two are now officially divorced, correct? Correct. Correct. I I filed for divorce, I think, two weeks after his arrest. I mean, I I knew right away like that was it. Okay, Uh, I've explained the story numerous times, but would you please quickly kind of run down before we start giving you a million different questions on what the docuseries is about the story that you're telling? Sure. Um, So five years ago, my ex-husband was arrested. for sexual assault of a student, six counts he was convicted of. And, you know, if if that wasn't shocking enough, then I went on to find out that he had been living this double life for all seven years of our marriage and had been lying the whole time and, and not only committing this horrific crime, but also having affairs with so, so many other women, grown women. So my wife and I are watching this and we both kind of asked the same thing is out of, you know, this was your soulmate. You knew this, you knew him since you were 19. You guys both went to Barry together. You grew together. Usually in that situation, you can finish someone's sentence, finish their thought. Then when you reconnect and are married for the seven plus years, there was nothing in that seven plus years that gave you an inkling of an idea that he was doing something like this? Not at all. And I know people question that a lot and I completely understand why they would completely understand it, but I wasn't the only one blindsided by this. So I know 
that, you know, I wasn't just ignoring all of these red flags. I heard your dad say in a documentary that some of the things he did was a red flag to him. Did your dad ever say that to you at the time or he just kind of kept it to himself? I feel like it's one of those things that when you are experiencing it in the moment, it maybe is like cute and sweet and and things like that. And then looking back on it, I feel like, you know, he's thinking about it and saying, ah, maybe that was a little too over the top. But at the time, they they didn't have any concerns at all. How did the community, because were you in Buford at the time or Ackworth? Ackworth. Ackworth. Okay. So to explain to, to those that are listening here in Sacramento is uh, it's it's not the biggest of towns. It's outside of uh, the city of Atlanta. We call it OTP and outside the perimeter. Yes. And it's the South and it's, you know, Bible Belt-esque. So how did the community react to this story when it, when I, I believe WSB at the time broke it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it sent shockwaves throughout the whole community because like I said, you know, it it was shocking to so many people and we're in a small town, you walk everywhere, you know, your neighbors. And so everyone knew about it and it was just, they came together though and picked me up and supported me throughout this whole entire thing. I couldn't have gotten through it without them. Mm. Have you forgiven him? Um, gosh, that's such a hard question because I don't hold resentment toward him. I don't hate him. Do I forgive him? You know, that's such a funny word because he consciously, with every piece of his awareness, did this every single day. And so it's hard to forgive someone for you know, living that lie for so long. Mm-hmm. What, what if you found out that he was cheating with the over 18 women and not the underage girl? I believe her name is Rachel. I got to that point in the docuseries and she tells a, a, a phenomenal story. And before we, I continue this question, but let me just say this, both you and Rachel, the young girl that was at the school, Sprayberry, right? Was that Sprayberry? Kel. Kel. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're amazing. I mean, like you, you, I talk about giving people a receipt, getting back in in a healthy way to get to that fifth step, you know, of Kubler and Ross's, you know, steps of getting through, you know, grief or whatever. It, I've never seen anything like what you're doing. You've oh, created a podcast, you. the docu series, which I'm assuming, since I believe ABC has something involved, your connections when you worked on Home Makeover with <laughs> is, is helping out with that. But the, to be able to do that and talk to the women that your husband cheated on you with is like, I would think, the most therapeutic thing he could possibly do, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And it, it took years to get there where I could have that empathy and compassion for these adult women that chose to have an affair with my ex-husband but those conversations I think are important to have and to share with people because you do want to hear, you know, the underside of the story, you know, what's happening behind the scenes to the other people. 
Mm-hmm. And and I even saw that some of the people involved in this were people you personally knew, like your neighbor, like I was hearing her side of the story. And one of the things that I, I wanted, you know, your take on is a lot of these grown women that were involved with your husband, they didn't really take a lot of responsibility for their actions from what I heard. A lot of them try to put the blame solely on him. How did you feel about that? You know, I think everyone deals with their shame differently. And so I think what I realize is a lot of these adult, many of these adult women that I spoke with still were carrying shame, you know, four or five years later from what, from what their choices led them to Mm -hmm. do and be involved with. So I just think that, um, you know, hopefully it helped everybody. So do you have passion and empathy for all of these women? You know, I, uh, I, I know it's hard to believe, but I kind of do because wow. I definitely would. Yeah. I mean, I, I gotta, I, know. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Jennifer, like, especially the girls that knew he was married and yeah. knew you and you owned the wine bar and downtown Beaufort right next to 37 main there where I've spent many a night's and, and, and they go in for a five minute quickie in the bathroom. I now, no, no, so no, no forgiveness for you. Sorry. I know. I, I think I had to let go of a lot of the anger that I had for those other people. And, you know, again, the podcast, the docuseries, it's about, you know, kind of exploring who this person was that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I don't know. I couldn't hold them, you know, fully responsible. It's been five years removed. Are you still finding out new information? Yes. Wow. Yes. Like wow. what's the latest I, that you found out? Um, oh, I, I mean, I've still, I've, I've had a couple people reach out and just tell me that they were involved with him and that they're really, really sorry. People close to you that you knew? No, not people I knew. Yeah. No. But, Where are these but women are coming women from? Are, I've been to Ackworth. There's not enough. Right? I mean, like, <laughs> not to say that he's not a charming, good looking dude, but Ackworth, Georgia, really? I mean, where is he finding these women? Everywhere. Right? Everywhere you can possibly think. Have you run into any like false claimants? You know, like people that just want to say they're a part of the story and then their stories don't check out? No, I think, you know, when the news first reported on the story and you lived here then, so you saw it was all over the news, they were reporting, you know, different stories. They they were saying that there was two students or three students. Those are really the only inaccurate stories. It's just one. I've... It was just one. Well, it, mm-hmm. it was just one. Well, but it right. was one. He right. was convicted of one. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because I again, I remember when the story broke and, and you know, I was doing radio in, in that town at the time and we briefly discussed it. But the focus was on, you know, what the news would put out there, teacher, sex with student type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 I, I don't think they ever really followed up all that much on the story that you're telling with Betrayal, the perfect husband streaming on Hulu. It was more or less how can the teacher, numerous teacher of the year, do something like this? Um, what, and, you know, at, at the beginning of the docuseries, Jennifer, it's interesting and I brought this up yesterday is that this doesn't happen even in 2018. It does. It didn't happen when the me too movement was launched where people actually had his back because 
he was that charismatic. He had that type of personality that people couldn't believe it. So even after details and information, allegations came out, they didn't believe this poor girl at school. They were like, no way this guy could do it. When was it that these people finally said, wow, I was wrong for getting his back? You know, maybe hopefully when he was indicted on the five counts at first, Mm -hmm. which was, I think, August, he was arrested June, maybe that I think that was in August, he was finally convicted in January. So, so hopefully people believed it by then. But that's another point of sharing this story. It's, you know, if you see something, say something, also make it a safe space for these victims to come forward and and be able to report their stories. Was the girl uh, that he sexually assaulted, she was, I believe, 15 at the time, right? Uh, And she was perfect for grooming in a sick world because of where she was at in her life as a teenager. As the father of an 18-year-old, I wanted to strangle my television Mm -hmm. uh, learning that story. Is she okay now? I mean, it has it's not hasn't been that long. I mean, this could be something that's detrimental to her entire life. Yes. And and that's another, you know, I think hard part about this is that he doesn't take much responsibility and wants people to just get over it. But this is something that could affect lives for a very, very long time. And I will just say, you know, her speech in episode three speaks volumes mm-hmm. of, of who she is. Yeah, I got to that point. So what about you moving on? How hard is it for you to trust? You know, I, I'm I'm not a skeptic. I, I really believe in falling in love. And I did it before. I hope to do it again. I pray I don't run into another sociopath. Mm. Um, that that just can't be my luck in life, hopefully. Have Otherwise, you, you know, have you season da- four of betrayal. Have you dated since? I have, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's been great. It's been fun. Really? Yeah. Yes. Do you, do you, do yeah. You, well, I'm I, I just I I'm sure you will and have. I just it that's a that's a, that's a tough fall to get up from, like, you know, even five years. I mean, we've all been through either a divorce or a breakup, and it takes its toll. But to be lied to by your soulmate your entire life, definitely the seven, eight years you were married, that's 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 a tough pill to swallow. Do you bring this up on the dates that you go out with with these guys? Uh, no, I haven't had to yet, but I'm really nervous about this uh, documentary being out because I don't know if that it's going to hurt my dating pool or not. We'll see. <laughs> are, are, are you on any dating apps? No. Yeah, it's like I, I, Jennifer, no, Jennifer facing on Bumble, Dude. creator of Betrayal, <laughs> the perfect husband on Hulu. Right. <laughs> Might want to leave that off your profile. Probably. Probably yeah, a yeah, good yeah, idea. Yeah. You, and, and I'm not trying to be crude here, but I'm just curious. Do you think that he chose to do this from the get-go because you said, you know, because of us being a sociopath, but was he a, I don't believe in sex addicts. I don't, I don't think that's a real thing, but do, do you think it, he was unhappy with your relationship in that way? Or was he already like that when he met you and just thought he could change? Well, yeah, that's a great question because that was one of the things, you know, was it something that I was doing that was like driving him to seek out 
this horrible, you know, behavior. But I discovered, you know, through all my investigating that it had started before he and I got back together. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I think it was something that he was hoping would just kind of go away when we got married. Mm-hmm. But, you know, clearly you just, you know, you can't just you, stop. You know, one would think if a guy like that, that's sexually active, probably doing the, the things that he was doing and... You know, if I were to, you know, kind of profile you, you're a Southern belle that's looking for love and wants one guy and it's, 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 you're not in that swinger weird lifestyle, right? So if you start to see that he's doing some different things, odd things, asking you to do different things, asking you if you'd be open to those things, that would be a red flag. Did any of that happen at the beginning of your marriage? No, no. And that's the thing. I think he kept me in this one bubble And then he had this other life and the other Mm. because we had a normal relationship. There again, there just weren't red flags. Well, did he have a type where he just was any woman? Oh, let me tell you, there was no type. (laughs) It was cross the board. (laughs) Really? Is there any of them that you still stay in contact with? Like your friends? I do. I do. I hear from some of them still and um, we stay in touch. And again, I just, I I found some empathy for them. I think, um, you know, he's really the bad guy in all of this. Do you see him in town? Any of them? No, thank goodness. That'd be weird, huh? It would be insane. Yeah. It would be crazy if I ran into him. Yeah. Do you, when you talk to these girls, these women, do you, do you talk about this or do you try to talk about other things? We talk about this, I think, um, a little bit and just sharing our stories of, you know, how we feel after watching it and and all of this coming up. And it's a little triggering, but Mm. we also try to talk about other things. Yeah. Well, like like I told you when we were texting the other day and and I'll say it again, I I think you're an amazing woman. I I am. I have always said the ultimate receipt is success. Right. If you're trying to get back at somebody, do well. Don't cower down and say, I'm going to watch, watch, watch me fail. That'll, that'll show them success is always it. But your receipt on your ex-husband because of what he did is next level stuff. Watch me make a docu-series about how much of an ass jack you were. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe don't do that to a producer next time. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know my connections? Mm I can build a house in a week. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> I'm pals exactly. with Judge Judy. What are you doing? <laughs> if I can figure that out, I can figure out how to do something with this. Yeah, you're way cool. So thank you so much, Jennifer. I, I appreciate it. I'm sure you, you're getting hounded with people to come on because this is an amazing docuseries and and uh, it's very popular and getting ready to be even more popular. So thanks for your time. Have a great weekend and you know, good luck to you. Thanks, you guys, so much. Uh, thank you. you. Take one. care. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Jennifer Faison, betrayal, the perfect husband. It's so good. Isn't that right? Perfect husband? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. The perfect husband. Yeah, streaming now on Hulu. Got all these papers. So now the question is, is does everyone believe her? Right. Well, I believe her. After talking to her, I definitely do. I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm a skeptic. I usually don't believe people. But if somebody is doing that to you, you know, it, there's 
Is there always a sign? Like, Bailey, you're also a really good. Uh, you're really good at sniffing out liars. You didn't detect any uh, untruth from her. I don't. Okay. Mm-mm. Wife's different. My phone's been blowing up. <laughs> me personally, uh, I dig her. Give us a minute. Hang on. In that conversation, boys and girls, that we just had with Jennifer Faison promoting Betrayal, the Perfect Husband, is why you should always subscribe to three letters. Which is what? D-T-A. Don't trust anyone. Mm. I was like, is that a spyware app? How do I put that on her phone? (laughs) Now. Now. Uh, you want to know what he's doing now? Yeah, I want to know out? what he's doing now. Uh, she believes he is a delivery driver, delivers stuff to gas stations. Oh. But he's not that far from her. So he stayed in town. Lawrenceville. Wow. Yeah. I would have moved out of the state. I yep. wouldn't have stayed there. I would have moved out of the country. <laughs> yeah, but wherever you go, you got to tell people that you're a sex offender. They already know he's a sex offender there. Not the Philippines. <laughs> Not the Philippines. <laughs> I mean, you've ruined your life that badly and done. You know, it's one thing like this is there's so many layers to this story, right? Because there's the cheating layer. Mm-hmm. There's the manipulation layer. There's the sociopath layer. There's the, you know, I'm in disguise layer. And then there's the worst thing out of all is that he's a pedophile. Absolutely. You know, and so, it, it you know, you kind of when you talk about the. The juicy stuff about all these different women and cheating on his his wife and that kind of stuff, it 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 it, it kind of detracts from what the story really is all about. It's about a pedophile that groomed this fifteen year old student of his yep. that trusted him. And there's no don't don't even go there that she oh she's fifteen she knew what he was doing. There's no no what, no 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 no. no. Watch the documentary. No. no, watch the documentary. There's actually footage, and you just watch this girl. She was. Not promiscuous in any sort of way. Talk to a 15-year-old. If you think that, you have not had a conversation with a 15-year-old. Absolutely. But you watch it, and there's so much footage that they have. I mean, that's you know, that's the problem now. Everybody's got footage. Right. So you can go back, and you can actually see the character of a person just by the words that they say and the pictures that they take. And this this poor girl, you know, she was groomed. There's no doubt she about was. it. She was. Yeah. Mike and Sack, how are you, my friend? Hey, good. How are you? I'm in the drive-through at Wendy's as we speak. Oh, put put the phone up there. Are you at the speaker? Hey. Yeah, right. No, I'm actually picking up my food. Say hi to the Bailey Show right here. Say hi, Bailey Show. Hi, hey. Bailey Show. All right, that's the guy right there. <laughs> hey, can we get a Give frosty? Can we get three frosties to Roseville? I'm getting a frosty for God's sake. Hell yeah! Oh, all right, <laughs> order three more, Mike, and send them to Roseville. Yeah. Okay. I'll pay the fee. Yeah, and we'll hey, split I'll fries. So cold. We'll try. We'll dip. The, we'll dip it in the fries. Oh, don't do that. Uh, all right, what do you got there, Mike? My opinion, yes, he's everything she says he is. But here, my lie detectors, my lie lidar, lidar is going off. She's talking about her dating pool. To me, when a girl has a dating pool and she's not on a dating app, that's a sex pool. You're talking about her? Yeah. yeah her, for sure. Yeah, but she's who, who has, she's after the fact. A, I asked her that, like, after, the, you know, she's got to get back to her life. And that's, you know, correct. that's what you do nowadays if you're single. You got to get on an app, I guess. I mean, I don't. I'm... Right, but but she said she's not on an app, but she has. She oh. was worried about the documentary because you asked her was she worried about the documentary ruining her dating life, and she says I'm worried about the, it ruining my dating pool. 
Oh, I think, hold on, Mike. I think that was tongue in cheek. I was kind of, you know, trying to lighten up the mood a little bit. So I think yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. I think that was a little goofing going on. So I wouldn't take that to heart and judge her by that comment. Yeah, It's not like it was her stable. She was talking about. I, yes. Stable. I mean, how many women have a dating pool per se? How many, how many women like, that date? Hold on for a second. How many I mean, guys? That's, that's like four to nine. Does Nikki, do you got four to nine guys that you date? When you're dating a guy, that means you're having sex with them. You're dating them. A dating, dating pool I-N-G. just means who is available for you to date. So when a woman says my dating pool, it means I could date this guy or this guy or this guy. But then when something happens that narrows that down, that's just what she was saying. Mike, you didn't have a date. I'm assuming you're not single, and neither am I. But no, I'm married with two. I got two kids. Okay. That just graduated and an eighth grader myself. So. Okay, I get it. I'm with you. But when you were single, you sound like a, a strapping, handsome man. And Correct. you didn't you didn't you didn't have these apps because I'm assuming you were about the same age. But you had a pool. You had I, gr- I, as a male as a male, I had a pool. When females, when a woman had a pool, it was different, and it's still different oh. nowadays. I mean, oh. it's still different. I mean, it's, it's, it's hold on, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Men and women are different. Mike, Mike, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so explain to me in just a few words how it is different for a guy to have a dating pool than it is for a woman to have a dating pool. What's Please the difference? Do. It, it's a little different. The world is different without putting a finger on the number. I mean, you guys are raised in the South. I was raised in Florida myself. I live in California now for a long time, but that doesn't matter. Men are, and women are different. I mean, the cheating numbers of men are much higher than women. We're just different. I understand. We are different. I'm not going to disagree with you that. I'm talking about this dating pool comment exactly. that you made. I want to. So are you trying yeah, to. I hear Nikki laughing. Are you trying to tell me. That men can have numerous women to choose from on their roster, as we call it, mm-hmm. but women cannot. Well, they can, but it just means higher body count for women is a different thing than higher body count for <laughs> but men. But dating not does not equal body count because I'm dating you does not yeah. mean I'm sleeping with you. That's not what Mike says. I, he says you a hoe. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, in my past experience, just my past experience. And I've been married for one one woman my whole for twenty five years, but I didn't get married until I was thirty three. But it just seems that when women have a pool, when they call it a dating pool, that usually means a date, you know, sexing pool, a sex pool. That like is not what that means. A girl, <laughs> I wish it was. If, a girl, if, she's, if a woman is dating a girl, if a woman is dating a guy, she can have sex anytime she wants with that guy. Literally. We yeah. all know that. But that doesn't mean she is. And it doesn't mean that every guy she goes out with, she's going to have sex with. Again, the Correct. dating pool just means having the options, which we I, should I, have agreed. options. Mm. I agree with Nikki. Thank it you. just sounded like when she said uh, it, it was sure she was pretty adamant about, quote, unquote, I'm worried about the uh, the, the the video that's coming out or the, the documentary. Right. Excuse me, because the she's documentary thinking it may scare ruin. men off. Right. Yeah. No, that's no, all she was saying. Was that might quote unquote might ruin my dating pool? Yeah. Okay. Well, Mike, we can agree. Yeah. I want you to go back yeah. and eat your frosty, but let's just agree before we end this conversation. <laughs> all right. Is that if women are dating more than one men, they're whores. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know about maybe oh. one, but when you say pool, to me, to me, a pool sounds like four to nine. So, so if we're dating specific. four to nine men, we're hoes. That, that, there you go. Thank. Oh yeah, wow, that's crazy. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I, I I was I was confused on the number. 
Uh-huh. But four to yeah. nine is the magic number. Four four under your there you go. It's the whole number. Now we all agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's whole Eight for me and we're hoes. Mike, you're a plethora of information. You call anytime, <laughs> sir. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. You too, sir. Goodbye, we'll see you. How many people you got in your pool? Mm. Just I so I know. A, I have three. a few people three. in my pool, but I guess I better say three, three. or I'm a hoe. I don't want you to lie to me. Yeah, I have I have two. You have two. Okay, well then you're two no, off. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Have you That's heard, crazy. You can't say that. You're a school marm. A school marm. Have you heard the key analogy? He seems like the type of guy that would use the key analogy. Key and lock. What's that? If a key opens many locks, it's called a master key. But if a lock opens to any key, that's a crappy lock. So they're saying a woman that sleeps with a lot of guys lets any key unlock the, the lock. I want to understand why you had an accent on the last part of it. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say what they really say. It's an S-word lock, and I was trying to consciously make sure that I didn't accidentally say that's a... So you did Vinny Barbarino Yeah, from- when went over here. That's a crappy kind of lock. You know what I'm talking about. So for, for the punchline, you have to be Vinny Barbarino for Welcome Back, Cotter. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I also didn't want people to think that's what I thought. All right, well, so is is that true? That is not true. Like I just I learned something. I completely understood what she what she meant by what she said. Mm-hmm. She has a dating pool, which, like I said, means this type of man, this caliber of man, mm-hmm. this sort of man. Yeah. And when they see the documentary, they may not want to date her, so that shrinks her options. So if I'm Nelson and I'm a single guy, mm-hmm. I'm looking for women. Like my first question is, what number? guy would I be in your dating pool because I'm looking to be between four and nine. Oh, yeah. Because I know you'll sleep with me. Yes. According to Mike and Sack at Wendy's. That I'm looking for, yes. So that's that's the line. Uh-huh. Don't say that to a woman. She I was will listen- cuss at you. Uh-huh. I was listening to this radio show, mm-hmm. and this <laughs> mathematician came on with an algorithm. Uh-huh. Is it, you know, I'm not going to ask you if it's true. I know it's true, so can I be like five or six? <laughs> Six is better because then you know, you know. Oh, you're in. Yeah. Yeah, four, you're like, eh, do I really oh. want to go five? It's on the cusp. But six, you're like, screw it, I'm already doing it. Yep. Nine, you're tired. You're not going to get the full effect. <laughs> Anybody that knows Mike is blowing him up right now. Uh-huh. Any woman that knows him. Uh-huh. All when, the dudes they on his head. And when Nikki hits four, we're going to have to pull her aside and be like, slow down, girl. Jeez. Slow down. <laughs> you're a hoe. Oh, my show. Oh. All right. Third round of hoe lines. Headlines. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I want to tell you where stop signs were playing music and hoeing and what serial killer was finally arrested. I get you that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. This, my friends, would be our third round of headlines brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating, Cooling. Dot com. Best service, best price, best customer service. I can attest to that. Guaranteed. And that's no BS. Sorry, Nikki. Go ahead. Do you want to hear music while you wait at a light? H5. Yes, please. Yes, you want to hear this classical music? Yes. <laughs> because this is what neighbors complained about. Oh. Cameras were installed in Santa Monica. Um, and the, the reason why they were installed was to try to deter people from trespassing. Well, the police department there, and this is according to KTLA, they're saying that there was a glitch that happened in the system. The music was originally set at a good volume. 
it glitched and it was blaring the music so people couldn't sleep at night things like that was happening they were calling complaining so they have since turned the music off but the cameras are still on and working and it's just giving the cops an extra set of eyes oh my god i love that music you love that music you know you know what i really 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 like is the uh deaf people crosswalk noise the birds I've never heard it. Oh. I guess I don't get out and walk around in neighborhoods. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. You know, it's like there's certain noises that just get you chummy, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Netflix <laughs> noise. Like, that's yes. cool. Dun, dun. Yeah, the AOL noise, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like Microsoft, the- not so much. How about this noise? That gets oh, you, you chummy. Know that gets him chummy. But the, but the, 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 the bird, you know what I'm talking about, Nelson, mm-hmm. the bird walk? You know, the, like, the bird sound that... If if you're deaf, obviously you or no, you're blind. I'm sorry, not deaf. Mm-hmm. You're blind. I have to say what? Yeah, and <laughs> and so it goes chip 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 chip, and it keeps going while to let you know that you can walk. Let right. you know that you can cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. so it's for those that are you know vision impaired. Vision impaired. I've never heard that before. And it's such a great noise. Like I pretend like I can't see. So you go across it with the eyes closed. Yeah. Okay. That's I'll, how much I like the noise. I want to see you do that in real time. So I'm currently. Filming a docu series of my own, Jennifer uh-huh. Faison's helping me with it. What is it called? It's it's called Crossing the Perfect Walk. Okay, got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> and I'm searching for different blind crosswalks the across the country. Walk. You gotta hear it to believe it. Yeah, and it's just there me. You go. It's just the whole docu series, like 50 episodes of me crossing the street, <laughs> talking to people. <laughs> Asking them what they see. (laughs) 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 All right, good. Justice has finally been served. H6. Why has this case been so difficult to solve? Well, because, first of all, the the evidence is slowly coming in, and they were stymied in the beginning of it. I hate going into a, a serious story laughing because you crack me up. Uh, suspected longtime serial killer has finally been arrested in New York. This was a case from back in 2010. I don't know if you remember this story, but there were four women who were sex workers that were murdered. And they were even saying back then that they felt like it was the work of a serial killer. Well, all these years went by. They weren't able to catch anybody or, or get anybody arrested. What finally got this guy caught was they matched his DNA and yeah. they arrested him. After he all was, these years. After all these years. And, you know, if you want to connect this to the Jennifer Faison conversation, this was a well-known guy in the community. He was an architect. Yep, architect. He had a he had a firm. There's actually video footage of him being interviewed by some small publication about his firm when he first started it. Everybody knew who this guy was. Like, you... They hide in plain sight. I was just getting ready to say that. The, these types of people hide in plain sight. Yeah. You know, it's not the uh, the creeper that you have in to worry band. about. Right. No, 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 no. No, you got to worry about the guy that's giving you a cracker and having you take a shot of wine on Sunday. Absolutely. You know, that's what you got to worry about. Or, or the guy who you're going to see because your foot hurts or you, your dentist, your tooth hurts. It's crazy stuff like that. Nuts. Just absolutely nuts. All right. Uh, DTA. You, yeah, DTA. Don't trust anyone. That a girl. <laughs> you on board? Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm already side eyeing most people anyway. That's maybe that's what my new tattoo will be. DTA. Just put <laughs> it on my put it on my I don't know if my wife will be happy with it, but <laughs> DTA and then I'll just put a little print underneath except Rach. Except Rach. <laughs> Watch the tattoo order spell except from. <laughs> oh no. Well DTA. A E A E. Come on. Don't you know? Uh if you were at Nickelback. Then you saw this guy do a, a, I thought, a great job. I mean, that's a lot of pressure to get up 
on stage in front of what fifteen thousand people, give yeah. or take. Yeah. And uh, and sing Rockstar without I, now this I don't know if they had a teleprompter form or not. He said that they did. He said they had a little uh, thing down on the front of the stage where he can look down and read. He never did. Okay. I guess I don't have to ask him, so we don't have to bring him in. <laughs> he never did. Uh, yeah, so he did a great job. We had a big promotion here at 98 Rock where you had the opportunity to go sing Rockstar with Nickelback, blah, blah, blah. So he's here with his girlfriend. That was his girlfriend I met, right? Yes, his girlfriend. Ashley? Mm-hmm. Ashley's okay. here. So we'll uh, get all the behind-the-scenes stuff from that. They look like they like each other. We should have them do uh, the dating game. Oh, we should. Can you pull some questions for me before they get here? Yes, that can be done. Okay. So we'll have some fun with them when they're in here. A little Friday goofy stuff. You never know what could happen. All right. Give us a minute. Hang on. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS sponsored by Sky River Casino in Elk Grove. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. And there is Nelson. About a week ago. Right? It was a week ago, Nickelback? Uh, yeah. Saturday would be a week. So less than a week. Okay, last yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Time's not, I'm not good with time. I didn't know how specific you wanted me to be. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, we go to Toyota Amphitheater, and it was the first time for, for us to be out there. It was a great facility. Parking a little questionable, but the facility itself was great. And we did this big uh, promotion with Nickelback here at 98 Rock where, uh, they gave us the opportunity to give one of you guys that listen to the, the radio station a chance to get up on stage and sing with the band and uh, sing Rockstar, which is cool. And I, and I tried to tell you this during the promotion. That's not normal. You know, post-Dimebag, that's not normal to get somebody up there and just kind of free ball and do whatever they want. Yeah, with no one else, not right. like a security guard or anything. So I was curious when our winner, who's in this uh, studio right now, TJ, got up there, how close you would be to Chad Kruger. And, dude, you were trashed. You were gone, right? Yeah, go uh, ahead. You're on the air. You can talk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. You, 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 I mean, this you thing's a, on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had a couple drinks in you. I had Let's a couple drinks. Okay. I actually snuck in a shot right before I went up there. Yeah, because you're nervous. So, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to bury you here. No, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been there, done that. So it's like, you know, I get it. Yeah. So you go up there, but I mean, literally, they just let you go up there, and and there were there was nobody next to you worried about what you were going to do. Did they tell you anything before you went up there? Like, they didn't tell me anything, no. Nothing. I actually. I told Chad one thing. I told him, good luck out there. And that was about it. <laughs> what did he say back? Good luck to you, sir. He just shook my hand, and uh, that yeah. was about it, yeah. yeah. And they, they had a teleprompter for you? Uh, yeah, they did. They did, which I did. I had no idea. But and you didn't need it, did you? I did not. All week I was practicing and making sure I knew all the lyrics. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was good. And, and I saw, uh, I don't know if I met you or not, Ashley. Uh, this is TJ's girlfriend, but I saw you. And you're videoing and stuff. Were you scared for him? Um, Hold on, no. you got to turn your mic on. No, okay. Go ahead. Try again. Um, no, I wasn't scared. I was kind of drunk, also. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just you're just like him on. It's just time. like that's TJ. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You get back to work, TJ. You want to say where you work? You want to? Uh, yeah, Industrial Door Company. Thanks for letting me off in time to be here. Yeah. And we appreciate that too. Yeah. So, so when you got back to work, did all the fellas ask you how it went? You got video footage, and they said, "Either going to go, you made a fool out of yourself, or you, or you did well." So everybody was like, "Dude, you killed it out there." Actually, my boss was out there. He uh, uh, doesn't 
really do those kind of things with his family too much. He's kind of a hermit. But uh-huh. once he heard that I was uh, singing on stage, he was like, yep, I'm going to be there. I bought myself a ticket. And his family was already going. So he was like, yep, bought myself a ticket. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's not easy to do what you did. Now, no. people listening right now, they're going, oh, dude, it's not that big of a deal. But you went up there and you looked cool. All right. I've been up there with poison twice, mm-hmm. both times. Not cool. <laughs> all right. So At all. It, 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 there, there's like something about you got to have some kind of rhythm. I've got none. I'm a two by four. I'm, I'm, I really have got nothing. But you did you did good. And you got up there and they escorted you off. Did they give you anything afterwards? Uh, like a no. pick or something? No, no. We actually um, we were kind of worried about traffic and, and kind of the after party. You know, I was kind of on one afterwards and just ready to see my family and, and other people and uh, mm-hmm. just uh, rush to the drinks, you know. Did you so, leave afterwards? I did, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, well, no, not right after that song, but we, uh-huh. didn't, we didn't wait for the encore. Though. Right, I got you. It was like, uh, I, I went up on stage. Everybody got to see TJ. I'm out Yeah, here. no, right. we waited for the end, of the end of the show, but I'm good. Uh, I'm yeah, good. left during the encore. <sighs> well, we're glad you won. You're, you're a good dude, and... Uh, but I got some time to kill. You guys want to play a dating game while you're here? Yeah, may as well. You want to play dating game, Ashley? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, you don't sound ready. <laughs> she she looks nervous. nervous for this. I'm not. This is not my thing. What dating or no, games? Being, <laughs> like, being on the spotlight. Look at that. You got music. You hear the music? Oh. All right. You both have uh, dry erase boards in front of you. You're both going to write down your answer without looking at each other's answer. After I ask you the question. That is how the game's played, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So here's the first question. We're going to see how well TJ and Ashley know each other. Ooh. What is your partner's favorite junk food? What is your partner's favorite junk food? Writing down the answer. Ashley's laughing. Must be pretty easy. Do we have our answers? Okay. Okay. Must be the longest junk food ever. I know. What's y'all eating? <laughs> TJ, what is quick. Ashley's favorite junk food? Taco Bell, bean burrito, no onion. Is that true, Ashley? I mean, that's not, I mean, that's junk food, but yes, I love Taco Bell. Okay, I would <laughs> agree. Is it your favorite, burrito, though? That is junk food. Is it your favorite? Oh. Right. And, and TJ's junk food is? McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. Oh. What did you have first? You changed your answer. I wrote anything. <laughs> uh, he's a garbage disposal. Is that true? Are you in anything? That's very true, yes. I've been doing better lately, though. Okay. You both get 18 points. <laughs> Next question. Name your partner's favorite movie. Name your partner's favorite movie. Should be pretty easy. Yeah. Should know that. It's a good one. I hope they don't break up after this. I'm looking at Ashley's <laughs> face, and she looks a little perplexed. All right, TJ, Ashley's favorite movie is? I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. I could have said anything science fiction, you know, any what, Star Wars What did you movie. write, TJ? Grease. Grease, is that true? That was when I was a kid, yes. When she was a kid. How long have y'all been dating? <laughs> Two years. <laughs> Two years. Grease one or Grease two, Ashley? The first one, the original one. I know, but which one's better? The, oh, I've only seen the original one. Oh, Grease two is better than Grease one. Cool. Well, you can't say because you haven't seen it. She hasn't seen it. And you put nothing for TJ's movie? Yeah, I have no idea. Wow. Okay, you both get 34 points. Anything sci-fi. <laughs> Minus five for Ashley. Next question. Here's something simple for you, Ashley. 
Name your partner's favorite color. Name your partner's favorite color. Ashley, why do you still look confused over there, even with this question? What do you know about yeah, them? I just need you to write something down. <laughs> she looks confused. We never did the basic questions. TJ, Ashley's favorite color is? Emerald. A- Emerald. Wow, that's a very specific that answer. That is. Is that right, Ashley? Yes. Ring color, I think. Black is actually my favorite color. Oh, I should have oh said black. Because <laughs> her heart is black. By the way, this is going to be very interesting. It is. Uh, Ashley, what, what is TJ's favorite color? I put blue. Is that true? That is incorrect. It's green. It's green. Oh, Emerald. We are Emerald. 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 Not doing good at the fail. dating game. Okay. You we both get deducted 49 <laughs> points. Okay. Is anyone keeping score? Yeah, they're tied. <laughs> uh, okay. Negative for, zero. For zero. <laughs> yeah. We don't know a lot. I walked right into that. Next question. What is the one secret... Of your partner that no one knows. What is the one secret of your partner that no one knows? There's that face Mm. again from Ashley. (laughs) She's like, I don't even know his favorite color. I definitely don't know a secret. Nikki, I think I know you better than Ashley knows TJ. Exactly. I mean, at one point you wanted to show me your vagina because you had some medical conditions. Uh (laughs) And my wife was okay with it. Very strange. Very She's strange helpful. relationship we have. Yeah. He's helpful. TJ, what is one secret? What is the one secret that Ashley has that nobody knows? Secret, experience, either way, can't say on the radio. Oh, yes. oh. oh Good answer. That is. Trick question. Good you answer. That? You agree with that? Okay. Ashley and yours is herpes. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ashley, you get 180 <laughs> points for that. Wow, that is not true. That was incorrect. <laughs> he, wants to get that out. <laughs> he wants to make sure everybody knows. Next question here, you two. What TV show will your partner not miss? What TV show will your partner not miss? TV show not miss. So that would be your favorite, favorite television one. show. Pick the favorite one. Yeah. Right? Favorite television show? Yeah. Yeah, because Ashley said you guys have a lot, so pick the favorite. Guys, this isn't an SAT. Okay, I'm going like, to put the most recent. Yeah, you don't have to break up if you guys don't get a good score. <laughs> I'm going to put the most recent one. Well, we lost We can't lost cheat. Now they're cheating. We lost a lot of shows. Now did you guys cheating. just meet before you came to the radio station? They did. In the parking lot. Yeah. I need to go to the founder in the Nickelback uh, parking lot. <laughs> You're like, look at that guy. He's a rock star. He's on stage. I'm taking him home. I didn't want to seem like a loser. TJ, what TV show will Ashley not miss? Orange is the new black. Orange is the new black. Is that true, Ashley? Ooh, Barry. That's my show right now that I'm watching. Okay. Well, then he got it right. Yeah, he got it right. 402 points. Barry, yes. And you're Barry? one of my favorites, yes. Okay, look at that. 402 points for you. I got one right. Tied again. (laughs) Look at her. You guys are really dating. All right, next question, you two. What is your partner's favorite season? Now, this one's... Pretty easy. You've got a one of four chances to get it right. <laughs> right. I was just say paprika or like not seasoning. Not seasoning. Gotcha. No. All right, TJ, Ashley. TJ. Let me see what you wrote down. It's all creative. Fall. Fall. Is that true, Ashley? Spring. Yes. No, she said it's. Oh, you said I put his. His is spring. Is yours fall? But I got yours right. Yes. And she get it yours right. No, I hate the spring because I have the worst allergies. Allergies. Oh, no. yeah. So what is it, fall? 
Uh, well, it used to be summer, so now it's fall because okay. I'm just too old for summer now. All right. Well, Ashley, you get deducted 1,320 points. <laughs> and TJ, you just earned yourself four. Sweet. Yeah, that's that's uh, fair. Okay. Tied up again. All right. Next question. Mm-mm-mm. What body part of your partner do you love the most? Ooh. Well, that's easy. What body part of your partner... So you got to write down what she loves about oh, you. What she loves about me. She got to yeah. write down right. what you love a, yes. right. about it's me. The opposite, right. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. What body it. part of your partner mm. do you love the most? Wait, of what he likes about me? Right. What do you think he likes about you? Uh-huh. And okay. he needs to write what you think. Got it. All right. What do you got, Ashley? We'll start with you. Your butt. butt. Is that true, TJ? Butt. You into My the butt. butt. Oh, yeah. Some of butt, man. <laughs> You're a butt oh, guy? Oh, yeah. That's all right. That's good. 8,000 points. And your favorite. And part about me is ironic because it's my Peter Griffin butt. Peter Griffin butt. <laughs> Juicy butt. That's Hank Hill's butt. Oh, it's uh, Hank Hill now. Sorry. Hank Hill's butt. Oh. All right, Sorry, look at that. Thing. Now yeah, we're like getting butt. somewhere. Hank Hill's butt. Only took seven questions to know that these two are actually in love. I like it. <laughs> I think we're helping here. All right, just a couple left here. Oh, my gosh, there's more? Yeah. These are very important questions, Ashley. I need you to focus. Name three favorite sex toys of your... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. How That's was your partner in high school? A, is a multiple choice. A, class clown. B, nerd. Or C, middle bencher. How was your partner in high school? What's a middle bencher? Like, just kind of middle of the road. Wasn't mm. popular, but wasn't a nobody. Vanilla. Mm. <laughs> what was A again? Class clown. And then there was nerd for B. How was your partner in high school? Okay. One more question after this. I'm talking about One more question after this. What do you got, TJ? I got C, middle of the road. Middle of the road. Is that true, Ashley? Yes. Okay. And what do you have for, what do you have? Middle bencher. Were you a middle bencher, TJ? Yeah. You strike me oh, as a yeah. class clown guy. No? Yeah, you strike me as a class clown, too. No? Very introverted when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. Emo. Oh. She said emo. Oh, yeah. she said emo, though. That's very correct. You were introverted. The guy that just got up in front of 15,000 people yeah. and sang with Nickelback was yeah. an introvert. Yeah, it's crazy. It's all you introverts out there. There was yeah. something that happened to you that changed. Alcohol. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> Do we need to call somebody for you? <laughs> all right, we have one last question, and the dating game is done. Very important question. Write down your answer. We'll start, Ashley, with your answer. What is a question you've never asked your partner? What is a question you've never asked your partner? All right, Ashley? I've never asked his favorite color. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, I do know that answer. God damn it. You know it now. Ashley, we'll we'll start with you. What is a question you've never asked your partner? I need you to talk. talk. You what? You don't talk a lot. I have no idea. You have no idea. Question you've always wanted to ask me. Anything? Nothing? (laughs) Okay. All right. She's coming up with one. Is there going to be a sequel to Star Wars? You know? You have no idea. I can't think of one. All right. Well, we'll pass on that one for you. TJ, what is a question you've never asked your partner? I think this kind of ties into the present I brought you. Um, will you marry me? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, of course I will. 
<laughs> awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> there we go. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying to... That's what this whole thing was for. <laughs> Are you gonna get down on like one knee or? Oh, that's cute. Oh, look at that. That's Nicely cute. done. One question that he never asked you. Because I actually know you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah. Congratulations, you two. I'm sorry. We have to do the dating game thing. It really had nothing to do with Nickelback, but <laughs> we like TJ. He, he was such a good sport out there. And uh, do you want to tell her the story on kind of how this came about? Yeah. So I asked um, uh, the uh, representative that I had from 98 Rock, um, uh, Megan, if, if she could possibly make something happen on stage. And, you know, she unfortunately did not have the power to do so. Well, no, she asked. She tried. She did try. Though. Yeah, I, I was try, there yeah. when she tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did say that she tried. Uh, but uh, she came back to me a few moments later and said that you guys wanted to do something for me, which I'm extremely grateful for. And I think it's awesome that we're sitting here right now and I'm able to kind of make this memory. Yeah, right so I, I saw, I, I overheard the conversation and she was talking to the people with Nickelback. And, you know, and I understand, I get it, like that's something that needs to be set up in advance. I can, I admire you for do, wanting to do it, you know, but uh, they said no. And then as she was walking away, I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, we can help. I love this kind of stuff. And I said, uh, you know, get me TJ's information and then we'll get a hold of him and we'll bring it in. And we'll do some you know, stupid radio thing and then we'll give him the opportunity to do it on the air. Because when you propose, this is your first time proposing to somebody? This is my very first time. Yes. OK, you're nervous, right? Very nervous. I know. You're more nervous now than you're a Nickelback because you're not I drunk. was. <laughs> I'm much more nervous. But, but see, here's the thing is you always have to have a story behind a good proposal. Correct. And, you know, this is a story, right? You got to do it on the radio in front of thousands of people, at least yeah. verbally. Yeah. And uh, she's blushing. She's going crazy. And she wishes she knew your favorite color. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> she knows now. So we, she grew, knows we now. grew together today. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys learned a lot. Actually, I was worried when I got to the last question that he was like going to pull it back. <laughs> she hasn't known any of these things about me. And I'm, 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 I'm staring at him through this like little slot across the table and waiting for him to give me the... You know, thumb across the throat line. You know, like no, no, no. We're gonna, we're not gonna do it. We're not abort, gonna do abort, it. Abort, 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 uh, abort. Ashley, how you feeling? Never. Talking to the mic, I'm Ashley. Excited. Excited. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I've always thrown hints, but he's never done anything. So. <laughs> what kind of hints have you thrown? Uh, I'll send him pictures of rings all the time. Well, that's a, hint. That's a pretty big hint. Yeah. Okay. She actually sent me a picture of a ring this week. Like, this would be an awesome surprise. Well, I, let me see the ring. I haven't even seen the ring. Oh, nicely done. Dude. Wow, yeah. Thank nicely you. done. It's nicely little, it's done. shiny, right? Yeah. <laughs> let me just throw something out before we wrap this up. In order to save some cash, if you guys want, I think we did a good job of setting this up so you guys have a memory there. We could help further the process of you guys getting married and quicker and it would not cost you anything real if that's of interest to you and how is that yeah how is that <laughs> well i've no i know a guy that can officiate the wedding mm-hmm. his name is nelson <laughs> i'm serious it's not a, and like he's not joking and i wouldn't make a joke of your wedding either i'm i'm ordained yeah. to to marry people i did it for my best man in my wedding oh, that's and that's awesome. how i did it so like i okay. that's so that's he, why I was 
made it my best man. He can do it. Mm-hmm. And off the air, I've got some ideas. I don't want to say it on the air, but off the uh, air, I've got an idea of a venue. Okay. That uh, I'm sure, if they greenlight it, would be something that you would never have imagined of doing getting married there. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun, right? That's, yeah. Okay? okay. So just hear me out. Anyway, congratulations, you two. TJ, Ashley, engaged right here on the BS. Our first engagement in Sacramento. Let's go. There you go. go. All right. Now time for pictures. All right. Give us a minute here. Hang on. We got all tied up with the uh, proposal and all that stuff. I forgot to tell you about the band class song. And so I know some people are calling and Nikki's putting people on hold. So I apologize. I did not do my job, but I do have the tickets for Six Flags Discovery Kingdom to give out if you can tell me the artist, the title, and the uh, name, well, artist, title, and year. That's what I'm looking for. Chris in Sack, what do you got for me? Well, I must tell you that is the theme song to Young Guns 2. That Great is- movie, by the way. Yes, sir. And that would be uh, Bon Jovi, Blaze of Glory, 1990. Yeah, I'll take that. John Bon Jovi, Blaze of Glory, because it's not Bon Jovi. It's John Bon Jovi. It's John Bon Jovi, which I believe Jeff Beck was playing guitar on that, right? Yeah, legendary. Yeah. All right, congratulations, dude. Nicely done. Four tickets to Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, one-day admission passes, all right? I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. You hold on. There we go. I guess I didn't have to tell you about it. I love that song. I love that song when it came out. And the reason why we did it for band class is 142 years ago today, why are you talking old timey? <laughs> 142. You got to do cowboy old timey. Oh, yeah, yeah. 142 years ago today, 1981. Or I'm, let me start again. Nice. <laughs> well, mass off. 142 years ago today, in 1881, William H. Bonnie Jr., better known as Billy the Kid, shot and killed by Sheriff. Pat Garrett, his former best friend, it all went down at Fort Sumner, New Mexico. Jen Bon Jovi, Blaze of Glory, told the story. <laughs> I always wish I had that voice, you know, that... Uh-huh, that, that uh, steak advertisement voice. Or... Yeah. Came into town, looking all rugged and rough. <laughs> Nobody thought much of this guy until he walked into the saloon. And then it goes into the scene. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, let me get a whiskey with a human hair. <laughs> that kind of thing. Right. Uh, Blaze of Glory is the debut solo single of John Bon Jovi. Reached number one, believe it or not, on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, Main Street and Rock Chart 1990 is only chart topper uh, that he had solo away from Bon Jovi. And the power ballot was allegedly recorded by John Bon Jovi because Emilio Estevez, who played Billy the Kid in Young Guns and Young Guns 2, requested Bon Jovi's song, Wanted Dead or Alive, for the soundtrack to Young Guns 2, which makes sense, right? But Bon Jovi himself didn't think the lyrics about the band constantly touring fit the theme of the Western movie because that is I've rocked them all. Right. Right. And it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't. It's talking about down by the... You know, the two kids, and it's, it's it's actually a very personal song. So, anyway, so that's that. That's why we picked uh, that, that for band class. 
And then, you know, John Bon Jovi's in the movie. I didn't, I guess. It's been so long since I've seen Young Guns. Yeah, he actually gets shot at the beginning. Like, I don't even know if he has a speaking part. But he it's the scene where the cowboy gets shot into the water trough. <laughs> and he, like you you can't even tell it's John Bon Jovi. Uh-huh. You can't you can't you can't even tell. By the way, I have been and I know there's numerous ones of these, but I have been to the Billy the Kid Museum in Fort Sumner, New Mexico. And I got to tell you, it's really cool. Especially if you have time to talk to people that live in this town, which is a town of nothing, right? Uh-huh. You know, there's a town built around some of the historic Fort Sumner buildings. Sure. And it's pretty damn cool. Like, there's a couple different, I think, museums in the town, but the one we went into was like five bucks. And you go in there, when we went in there, you see all of these clippings and stories and whatnot. And then you we got to meet, I guess, the owner of this museum. This dude's like 150 years old. And he was telling, like, real-life stories about how this is not true, this is crap, because I knew this person and I knew this person, like related wow. to the real-life Billy the Kid. Because wow. he's that close to him. Being that old, he's close. He's like two degrees of separation away from him. Right. He was a kid uh-huh. when Billy the Kid was an adult. Right. Right? That kind of thing. So it was, it was, it was, it's pretty neat. All right. We'll get you your fourth and final round. Uh, is your kid okay? Uh, yeah, she's just now boarding. The, she's just now boarding the plane. It was just some issues trying to get her on the plane because they were saying that I had to fill out some kind of form for her to fly by herself, which makes no sense to me. Well, she's not eighteen, right? She's not eighteen, but with Delta, if they are fifteen or older, you have it gives you an option when you're buying the ticket to pay extra for them to be accompanied. Or let them fly by themselves. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I thought that if you were under 18, that you were always escorted. No, that's not true. And the reason why I found that out is because my cousin works for the airline, and she told me that because her <laughs> daughter will be flying here tomorrow by herself. So she's the one who told me, like, it's going to give you an option, and it did. Huh. I wonder if that's is that new? I don't know if it's new, but it still didn't work for me because I ended up having to pay 150 more bucks. Well, that's like what you pay for to, to take a dog on the plane. Which is crazy because yeah. she's very much so capable of going and sitting in a seat. It's one way she's not having to um, get off and get back on or anything like that. So I'm annoyed, but she's coming. I know when we took my daughter before she turned 18 and her friends who were under 18 and mm-hmm. were not obviously their legal guardian with us on vacation, mm-hmm. you cannot check in. Uh, on the curbside, you have to check in at the at the not at the gate, but at the at the desk at the, the desk inside, yeah. for human trafficking issues, right? So they want to oh. make sure that you have all documentation. The kid does, you know, it's not blinking, yeah, you know, and all kinds of weird stuff. They question them too. They question them, their name and who you are to them. Correct. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. which is smart and which is, is good. I'm glad you know, Atlanta Airport's a lot bigger than Sacramento, but you know, they do it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so so that's good. I flew to Alaska by myself when I was nine, but I was escorted the entire time. Yeah, because at oh. nine you definitely have to be. But I know the rule said, and I wish it's I was also 1984 it, too. Of course, that if you're 15 or older, she wouldn't have to. So I'm hoping when I go pick her up tonight, I don't have problems going to the gate to retrieve her. I hope they don't be like, well, you got to pay us a hundred dollars to walk to the gate. <laughs> they, have, oh. they have your daughter like in a cage, and they're like. <laughs> For $100, you're going to have her. Right. <laughs> but we're not releasing her until you pay us another $100. We do take Venmo, by the way. I'm so irritated by all these hidden fees. Well, she'll be out here in a couple hours. And yep. She'll be here for good. 
And it'll be over. You got plans this weekend with her? Yeah, we're going to the fair tomorrow. That's right. And then we're going to go to uh, Wake Island on Sunday. Oh, that's right, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, where we're all going there. Full yeah. weekend. Yeah, full weekend. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who was arrested in connection with an overdose death and where surfers are scared of otters. All right, two big stories from today. Again, learn a little bit with your fourth and final round of headlines before a weekend here in just a minute. Hang on. Yes. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air. 530 Good Air. Best service, best price, guaranteed. That's no BS. Tell them I sent you if you give them a buzz. All right, go ahead, Nikki. Drug dealers aren't getting off the hook. 87. She's known on the street as the Percocet Princess and is accused of selling drugs to Rodriguez. The NYTB, the D- NYPD, the DEA, and Homeland Security are all investigating. A lot of letters. <laughs> a lot of letters. Hey, okay. I drove up in my BMW to go see you too, LOL. Everything was A okay, but I found out that OPP wasn't down with me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Cops do have a woman in custody who they believe is directly tied to the overdose death of Robert De Niro's grandson. Uh, We talked about this a couple weeks ago. He passed away on July 2nd. She's known on the streets as the Percocet Princess. And what they're doing, these drug dealers, they're lacing whatever drugs they're selling with the fentanyl. And I guess if Percocet is what she laced because they didn't say what he died of. They just said it was an overdose. Don't do drugs. Well, I think it's amazing. You don't do drugs, but I think it's amazing, though, that they are now putting these drug dealers on the hook for killing people. Well, you know what's more amazing? What? That they found the killer of Robert De Niro's grandson so fast, and there's people that die all the time on the streets from drug dealers, and they're not even looking for them. Absolutely. But you already know how it is with celebrities. Crazy what money can buy you. Mm -hmm. Just don't buy drugs. You won't get laced with fentanyl. You won't die. Listen, a, a more realistic approach because people are going to buy drugs is buy fentanyl test strips. They are easy to come by. You can get them in drugstores. You can get them on Amazon. You're going to do it anyway. You might as well protect yourself while you're doing it. Well, stop doing it. That sounds like a, a safe sex ad you just did there, Nelson. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to use drugs anyway. Kind of a cop out. Like, stop doing drugs. You know, I mean, <laughs> for that's, a lot of people, it's harder than than it seems. We'll try to get help at least. That can be expensive. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not purposely arguing with you. So, so the 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 solution is to test your drugs. To you keep, should be testing. I your mean, drugs. eventually you're going to die anyway from an overdose. Yes. Okay. So you're just prolonging the the inevitable. So spend your money on a test strip so you can prolong your your death. <laughs> I mean, like I've got. I've just have got very little compassion for people that die, die from drug overdoses. Die from drug overdoses. Don't do it in the first place. I mean, again, I agree with that. I'm not a drug user, never have. But because I know people who do, I have seen the struggle and how hard it is for a lot of them to get off once they get on. So it is one of those easier said than done situations. Don't get on it in the first place. Yeah, but they do. I mean, they try stuff the same way that you dip and you've done it since you were a child and you still do it now. It's like people get on things and they get hooked to them and they want to do them and they're going to do them. But have I ever given an excuse for some kind of medical condition and blamed somebody else? No, but I bet you if they start lacing your dip with something, you probably have a problem with that. I'd quit. You quit smoking it? Well, Before you, or after. Okay. Well, you don't smoke it. So that's, that's double cancer. 
Have you ever seen me smoke my dip? You know what I'm saying. Would you stop using it? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. You don't smoke dip. But would you stop using it? Yes, I just told you that. But I said before or after the fact. This is one of those things that people are learning the hard way after the fact. I would do it after I get laced with fentanyl? Is that what you're saying? So if if one news story comes out next week and it says people are now lacing dip with fentanyl, are you quitting cold turkey and you're never doing it again? Absolutely, 110%. Without a doubt. Or you could just get the fentanyl test strips and you'd be fine with skull. He doesn't want the you're test strips. Skull. He doesn't want Is that what you're saying? What are these Same test way? strips? Where do you buy these? Amazon? You can get them on Amazon. So are you trying to tell me a druggie out on the streets mm-hmm. before, well, they go and miss Percocet or whatever the hell her name is. Percocet they buy Percocet. them. They get the drugs and they're Jones in, but they take the time to test it before they do it? No, I don't think it's the people who are out there scratching their arms. Mm-hmm. I think it's the people who are- Recreationally what, using? Right. Or people that don't have they they haven't been found themselves among the unhoused yet, or they haven't completely derailed their life. They call them functioning drug addicts. Mm. It started in the rave culture. They started using test strips the first because that's where the tainted pills started showing up first. So there's people out there purposely doing that, mm-hmm. like just to kill people. Not to kill people, but they think that they're chemists. So they're greedy, and so they're taking they're taking what is a little bit of fentanyl and theoretically turning it into a big pile of heroin. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm not in the world, so I'm just I'm <laughs> learning along with everybody else. I guess. All right, second headline. Go. Otters in Santa Cruz want surfing lessons. H eight. In the past five days now, there's been three more incidents of it, and they've all been much more aggressive. I have photographed a lot of otters over the years. Um, <laughs> I have never seen anything like this. Let me tell my entire career, I've been photographing otters. In the gay community, an otter is a thin, hairy man, too, by the way, so that adds an extra layer of... But I've never seen... I've been out in the wild in Amazon, in Brazil, I've been in America, I've been in the Philippines, Taiwan, Madagascar, I've been everywhere, Australia, I've seen every type of otter there is. I've been face to face with a vampire otter. Like nobody's been done. That. Give but him, I, give him an applause. But I have done that, and I've got to tell you, these otters <laughs> in California, without a doubt, in my experience, and I'm talking 68 years of photographing otters, sometimes with clothes, sometimes without clothes. <laughs> they're the most dangerous otters I've ever seen. And, and if you if you risk your body. To get in the water, knowing that these dangerous otters are there, then that's on you. I've been telling you that right now. How are you doing this? You look exactly like how the man looks on a video. Because that's how he sounds. You look exactly. Your facial expressions, your eyes, your mouth. You look. Did you look at the video? I did not. You look exactly like the man. That's why I said give him a round of applause. That is the best impression i've ever seen you do without seeing a person that's how he sounds oh my gosh you have you have impressed me what's what's the story oh otters Otters are attacking people who are in the water down in santa cruz and i'm talking and it's not i shouldn't say otters it's only one otter it's a female otter i don't know if she's mad or what's going on but in the video she's climbing up on their surfboards and she's biting them and one surfer he tried to like swing her to make her get off she held on and she like rode it while he was swinging her those, around. Those things are those things are dangerous. I mean, really? they're, they're that's like, what they're saying. They're all over the country. I mean, you go like especially whitewater rafting and Carolinas and whatnot. Those damn things will they'll 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 get you. They'll actually bite you too. They'll bite you. Yeah. Are you being for real? 
Yeah. No, absolutely for real. Yeah, I like, know in the that's, videos, I'm, they bit the boards up. They didn't bite a person, but wow. the people just left their boards and just swam away. I would, have never, I would have never thought to be scared of an otter. Like Me It either. seems like uh, I would naturally want to pet an otter. Yeah, no, not a good idea. They'll bite you. Wow. <laughs> no. Do the man one more time. <laughs> no, it's, it's done. <laughs> Slowly was becoming Jimmy Stewart. I'm not that. your play toy. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> no. Do no. the man. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's done. Joke's done. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, something on the text machine. Didn't you have a guy that was uh, called in? Yeah, I'm going to call him back. All right. He has a story he wants to tell That's what we'll do. Like, we don't have time for you. We'll take down your number. Yep, I'm going to call him back. All that good stuff. All right. 916-909-0985. Remember, if you text us on the text machine, messaging in depth. I thought it was every time you said the text machine, I was supposed to play that. Periodically. (laughs) But not while I'm talking. Fair. (laughs) If you do decide to text us on the text machine, <laughs> we've got to play it so people can hear I it. I understand the scribble started playing. I clicked next to the text. Why would it's you a, scribble? It's a, small, it's a small box. If you do decide to text us on the text machine, messaging and data rates are going to apply. <laughs> Lord, it's a tiny box. <laughs> So we'll do that here before we go out to the weekend. And <laughs> I'm going to go decide what item I'm going to use to choke Nelson. <laughs> Got five lined up on the desks outside. All right, give us a minute. Hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS, all sponsored by Sky River Casino on Elk Grove. Good place to go this weekend. Yeah, get yourself some money. Get yourself some food. Plenty of places to do it there. Stay out of the heat. Yeah. Stay out of the heat. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've got good AC there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. There is Nelson, Dave, and Sack. Uh, I'll get to you here in just a second. So uh, I wanted to mention this earlier, just a heads up. Um, I don't know. See, as I'm still trying to kind of figure out you guys, as you're probably maybe trying to figure out me or the show or whatnot, uh, and we'll get there. You know, I mean, we're, we're getting there, but we've only been here for like four months. So I, I get... Like, I've been doing this long enough to know how it works. You just don't pop into a city and own it right out of the gates and expect everybody to be your friend and this and this and that. But where I come from, as far as my style of doing this job, is I'm a very honest and open. Like, I don't subscribe to the you don't talk about other radio shows Mm -hmm. and it's like they never existed. It's actually one of my biggest pet peeves about this business is that it just never existed. Like, it's just gone because it's happened to me and it sucks. Uh, and I think it's stupid. So anyway, with that being said, I know the heritage and I know the history behind this radio station. And I know that there's been a lot of talented people and shows that have made the station what it is. Um, specifically the morning show that's no longer here, rad and the afternoon show that we took over for after they were gone, the, that damn show. And uh, although I'm not that familiar with them, I have much respect for them because we do the same business. And that's another problem in my industry (laughs) is radio people just for no reason want to hate another radio person for no reason whatsoever. I'm not like that unless you give me a reason and then it's not a good idea for you. But anyway, that's not where my my point. My point is, is that we're here. We're going to be here for a minute. There are going to be some changes to the radio station. And I don't know, going back to the beginning of this conversation, how like inside radio you guys are or want to be. I know 
most radio listeners, especially talk radio listeners, enjoy being on the inside. So I have no problem welcoming you to the inside of the business. And with that being said, next week, you know, I'll do kind of a state of the station type of thing. And I'll let you in on whatever I know, uh, because there are things to tell you. I think that's what you need from this side of the microphone to your side of the speaker is you need people in this business to be honest with you. Yep. Uh, so I will be, you know, and, 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 you know, I mean, since then, you know, I've been just trying to do a show and trying to gain an audience and hope that you like what we're doing. My job is to, to work as hard as I possibly can to entertain you. All right. It's going to work for some people. It's not going to work for others. There's going to be people out there that are going to refuse, just absolutely refuse to like me or us because you were a diehard fan of, you know, that damn show maybe, or rat, right? And you're like, I just am not going to listen to anything they put on. I hate the radio station. You have every right to do that. I don't hate you for it. Actually, I admire you because I like the people that have passion for something. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't be a dick about it, right? I mean, just do your thing. So anyway, with that being said, we're moving forward, and I'll, I'll give you a rundown next week if you're interested. I'm going to do it either way, but whether you were interested or not, that's remains to be seen, <laughs> you know. Hey, Dave and Sack, real quick, before we get out of here for a weekend, what you got, buddy? Hey, we talked before. I told you that my dad made my brother fight those five kids. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I talked to my buddy, and I told him I was on the radio, and he told me when he was a kid in Colorado, he was a big boy, tall. He got beat up by two kids at the bus stop. He came home, and his dad's all, hey, what's wrong with what happened? And nothing, nothing, nothing. Get over here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you again, what happened? He said, the two boys beat me up. He goes, two of them? Yep. He goes, you know where they live? He wouldn't say. He goes, tell me where they live. Get in the car. Well, his dad's a lumberjack, big old guy. <laughs> Went over to the house. There was a biker dude answered the door. He said, hey, the two boys beat my boy up at the bus stop. Now, he can handle one at a time, but he can't fight both your boys at once. Mm-hmm. You need to get him out of here so he can fight them one at a time. And he goes, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, well, then I'm going to whip you in front of your boys. Oof. So we had the boys come out. The older one and my friend got in a fight. He whipped them up pretty good. Then the younger brother, it's your turn. I don't want to. He goes, you get over here. If you don't, I'm going to whip your daddy in front of you. So then the biker daddy said, you better get over there and get your butt whipping. <laughs> Sounds like a joke. And then he told the biker daddy, uh-huh. if this happens again, I'm coming back. I'm not bringing my boys. Gotcha. Oh. That's how my old man handled business. That's uh, and the the biker guy was the other side of this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your dad was you, your dad was a pretty tough guy, huh? No, my dad was the. Uh, we were on base. This is a true story. The lady next door smacked my brother. Mm. My dad said, "Hey, chubby, keep your fingers off my kid." <laughs> that night, the husband comes over. Hey, you call my wife, chubby? He said, "Yeah. What are you going to do about it?" He hit my dad in the head with a claw hammer. Oh. On base. Damn. My dad beat that man half to death, broke both of his hands. The MP showed up. They asked him why he didn't kick him a few times. Mm-hmm. They charged that guy with attempted murder of an NCO yeah. over telling his wife she had fat fingers. Is is uh, is uh, is your dad still alive, sir? No, no. He passed on. He couldn't handle uh, what the world is today. Now, I gave them my phone number. You and I could probably have a conversation, and you will be blown away. But I can't say some of the things on the radio because well, I don't I know how to that. properly say them. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's a certain type of guy like your father, Dave, that is a mold that's been broken that will never be made again, you know? 
Well, I tell you how I was raised. My old man said, "You get your glasses, bro. I'm gonna whip your butt." <laughs> so he knew if I took my glasses off, it was about to get going. Yeah. Can I ask you a side and my question? My old man said, hey, Dave, Dave, can I ask, get whooped, Dave, can I ask you a side? That, Dave, Dave, can I ask you a side? Boy in the mouth right. that's running his mouth. Even if you get your butt whipped, he'll respect you. Right. Dave, can I ask you a side question? Because I do have to run. Yeah. Are you snorting cocaine while you're telling me this <laughs> oh, story? Oh man, I I got pulmonary fibrosis from breathing radiation working for the Defense Department. Jesus. And I can't barely breathe. I'm 56 years old. Oh, my God. All right. Dave, we love you like a plate cousin on my mom's side. Thanks for listening, and uh, have a great weekend, sir, and we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Hey, hey, one thing. Yeah. Dixon, grill and chill and barbecue this weekend downtown. Dixon, that's a good barbecue place? They they shut down the whole downtown. You mm-hmm. can't drive down the freeway. It's a barbecue and car show in downtown Dixon this weekend. Re- oh, di- oh, di- okay. I thought the place. Okay, got it. Thank you. I appreciate yep. that. Thank you, sir. Grilling, chilling. I like it. I like it. There's actually a All playlist. Right. Grilling, chill. Grilling and chilling. I want to go back to that Dixon because I saw an ad for like <laughs> cherries and pistachios, and they got some kind of crazy ice cream down there. All right, real quick before we get out of here, it's Ruben in Woodland. What's up, Ruben? Hey, what's going on, my guys? How you guys doing? Right. We are good, sir. We're getting ready to get out of here and, I don't know, do whatever we do. What's up? Right on, man. Well, I just wanted to say I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your honesty, and I appreciate everything you guys do. I heard you guys mention uh, a couple of other previous shows they had on here. And to be honest, when it was 655, 659, 650 or whatever, they would split. And you guys stay after 7, stay five minutes after 7 to give us a scoop, give us the talk, whatever you guys do. And I just want to say I appreciate that, man. That shows that you guys really are invested in the community, invested in everything, and you guys. You well, know. like I, like I, I thank you. I mean, I don't want to do comparisons here. I, 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 I know. I, I'm, I know. I'm different. I, I would like to think that I'm different than most radio people. You know, oh, 100%. I don't. I don't think I'm a celebrity. I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I just like to do this job. I'm, I'm addicted to this job, and I've been doing it for almost thirty years. And where I come from, and the world of talk radio and the stations that I've been and the people that have mentored me, you know, honesty is always the best policy. And you can mention shows. I mean, like I, 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 I said this, I told the oh, story. No, we're not I, throwing anybody under on, the bus. Hold on. I told this story the other day is like a couple of times when I've been fired, I actually went into the boss's office and I'm like, dude, I know you're going to fire me. <laughs> Just be honest with me. Let's do like a wrestling storyline where the, whoever your new show is, comes in and they like i lose and the loser leaves town radio doesn't want to do that for some reason it's like they it just people disappear when that's not true you guys know that that's not true so why should we pretend and treat you like that and you know i had a conversation with you know the people that i work with and i'm like that's just not what you hired me for that's not my style and they understood it and they're cool with it so i was like you know i i I just with some changes that we're going to be making that we'll announce next week i was like let, let me be me and, and say the things to these people that deserve it. Because this radio station, in the whole scheme of things, in the entire country, is one of the longest-lasting rock stations that exist. And if you don't have people that support the brand, like 98 Rock here in Sacramento, you guys won't have a true rock station. And I hate seeing these rock stations disappear. AAF in Boston, oh. The Loop in Chicago, all oh, these heritage rock stations going away and it sucks so we got to do something to save that and that includes personalities anyway that's my rent thank you ruben and, and, and to bring up the sacramento kings my man you know that's just the same thing we support our guys and we support you guys and we appreciate you guys all right well thank, thank you, you. Right. have a good and safe weekend rub thanks brother you guys too man have a good day i wonder oh man i should ask them anybody asked them 
Scuba. What? Are you up for scuba, Ruben? Scuba, Ruben. Scuba. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't get it. From uh, Along Came Polly, mm-hmm. Ben no. Stiller. I know the movie. I don't know the Let line. Let me tell you the story about the hippie-potty-moose. <laughs> I think you got me one day with that hippopotamus story, or somebody The hippie-potty-moose. See, it was Ru- Ruben, the zebra, wanted... The zebra would wanted to be painted the stripes. The hippie wanted to be a zebra, so he painted the stripes, the black and white stripes mm-hmm. on him. But then he goes and he goes, oh, but I'm a hippie moose. <laughs> I, I mean, I butchered the story, but that's... <laughs> that's dope, y'all. Yeah, thank you. You look like you want to go. You got anything? Yeah, I just... Why are you to... tapping your fingers? You're making me uncomfortable. Well, I, why can't I tap my fingers? You tap your fingers, you do all kind of stuff. I can't tap my fingers? Okay, sorry. Tap your Good. fingers. Gracious. What do you want me to do now? Say well, you my final remarks. I want you to end the show. Okay, I was going to say before you attack me that I just want to be chilling and grilling because okay. I like that. Sounds cool. Okay. And Nelson, if you're comfortable. I, I'd just like to say I appreciate that you've set up the show in this way so that you're between her and I. <laughs> so if she attacks, <laughs> I can push you into her and <laughs> perhaps save myself. Yeah. Oh, now y'all want to be dramatic. <laughs> I think that we need to do some heavy drug testing for steroids. Uh-huh. I know I'm going to test positive, but I think someone else might too. Yeah, yeah. No, I will not. I don't take steroids. The rage meter is a little high right now. <laughs> yeah, like you're here and I need you here. <laughs> There's a big gap between the two. <laughs> Just a heads up. All right, look. Uh, have a great and safe weekend. I know you're going to be doing some drinking. I understand. I get it. But if you've had too much, please, for the love of God, do not get behind a wheel of a, uh, the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that on a serious note. Uh, we will talk to you Monday if all goes well at three. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big-